Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey, fuckers. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fuck. It's the anti-slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Hey, this summer, discover a new movie, your new favorite movie, The Big Sick. From producer Judd Apatow comes a new comedy based on the real-life romance between Silicon Valley's Kumail Nanjiani and grad student Emily Gordon, who fall in love but struggle as their cultures clash. Don't miss the film that has critics raving, also starring Ray Romano, Holly Hunter, and one of my favorite people in the world, A.D. Bryant. Get tickets. It's in uh, theaters, select theaters. Oh, everywhere, actually, starting July 14th. So y'all's in luck. And I'm so fucking excited to see this movie. And if you thought about going outside after that, what were you thinking? No. Continue sitting on your ass as you watch The Bold Type. Check out the new series, The Bold Type, premiering July 11th on Freeform. Inspired by the women of Cosmo, as in Cosmopolitan, uh, The Bold Type follows 320-somethings trying to make their mark covering sex, politics, and fashion at a prominent women's magazine, all while going through the ups and downs of capital A, adulting, but not adultering. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> they tackle everything going on the, in the world right now, and they aren't keeping quiet about it. The Bold Type series premiere July 11th and two day, Tuesdays at uh, 9, 8 central on Freeform. Come see us live. Um, So this is, oh, this is tonight. Tonight, Friday, July 14th. It's not just any Nacho Bitches. It is the three-year anniversary oh. of Nacho Bitches. 11.15 p.m. at New York Comedy Club club the anniversary shows are always really special there's always there's also like something about them being in the summer which makes everyone kind of like blacked out and horny oh that's fun use the code nacho to get in for ten dollars we're gonna have a really fun lineup and i co-host that with blair Saki as always next friday after that july 21st at 7 30 p.m wendy starling and i are putting on another edition of glamapus hosted by me and wendy starling i just said that uh it's at zinc bar in the west village tickets are 15 bucks links in the description of this podcast come down it's gonna be fun have a cocktail and laugh and then also if you're like what the fuck uh, I'm not spending my weekend on these whores uh, on Wednesday, July 19th. Well, first of all, fuck you. <laughs> on Wednesday, July 19th, you can come to the standing room and see the Comedian Project. It's only $5. There's no drink limit. It's just, you know, a laid back show co-hosted by myself and Katie Hannigan about uh, not about sex, dating or relationships. Sometimes you need a break from that shit. You know, mm-hmm. Montreal, Canada. You there? Cool. Well, come see us uh, Friday, July 28th and Saturday, July 29th uh, for Just for Laughs. We're so fucking excited. On the 28th, we're doing a live taping of Guys We Fucked. And then at 930 that night, we're doing Guys We Fucked, The Experience. It's going to be one of the best nights of your fucking life. And then on July 29th, we're hosting two off JFL shows. So come ticket links are in the description of this podcast. Go on a website or Google it. You got resources. And Toronto, Canada, we're back up in you September 21st and 22nd. That's only two days uh, for Just for Laughs Toronto. Uh, it'll be very fun. Buy your tickets now. Guys, I mean, I can't even believe these shows haven't sold out yet. What, are you tired of us already? 
Come on. I'm upset. Piece of shit. <laughs> no, you're great. Um, listen to us on Spotify. We're on Spotify. If you go to Spotify.com slash podcasts, you can find us in the podcast section, browse tab. Um, Spotify has been plastering us all over New York City, and we are forever thankful. And I've sent the picture to my mom, and she she wanted to get out, out of after her, she had surgery. She was like, I want to go to one of your posters in the city. And I was like, Mom, we're not no, I'll just send you a picture. It's okay. <laughs> Oh, why didn't you want her to go to one? Because of the- she couldn't, she shouldn't be walking out and about. Like oh. she was, because she was on pain meds, and I guess pain meds. I've only taken pain meds once, and they made me so nauseous, and I hated it. And I was like, never again. But uh, they make her very loopy and think she can do things that she can't. Oh, kind of like a, a person drinking. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. So I was like, not having none of that, Mama. Right. Because you're gonna trip and fall, and it's gonna undo all the. Things that the doctor did for nine hours. Are those ads only in New York City? I don't know. If you guys see the Spotify ads with guys be fucked anywhere else, can you um like tag us on Instagram yeah. or, or Twitter? We just want to see them. I'm just curious. It's not every day that you get to see yourself on a bus stop. Really, <laughs> I really made it. Um, and after you spend all day walking around seeing yourself on bus stop ads, you're gonna be fucking tired. Woo. So you're gonna want to lay down on a good mattress. And may I suggest a Casper? Okay, Ooh. it's an outrageously comfortable mattress that you've probably heard about out on every podcast that you listen to, but it does live up to the hype. Real customers have said Casper is like sleeping on brioche. I mean, I don't know who they're serving, but a bunch of stuck up assholes. Brioche buns is awesome, though. (laughs) Uh, And like the tinkling of baby laughter in the moonlight. Number one, why is the baby up so late? Number two, tinkling? I don't know. If you had to compare the Casper mattress to anything, what would it be, Christina? It would be like an angel's cloud. An angel's cloud. Oh, Beyonce's breasts. Okay. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's good. But in a non-sexual harassment Yeah, way. or like Amber Rose's ass. <gasps> oh my God, I would totally lay. Oh. If she would be okay with that, I would just rest if on my head on her ass. If she consented, we would rest our head on Amber Rose's We can each ass. have a cheek. Uh, oh, she's the best ass. Buying the Casper is easy. Just order online and it's delivered to your door in a compact. How did they do that size box? It is true. Mine sat in my living room I for said, a what long the f- time. I said, what the fuck? Um, it. It's available in the US, Canada, and now the UK. And shipping and returns are free. Considering we spend a third of our life on a mattress, it's important to truly sleep on a mattress before committing. That's why Casper gives you the 100 nights try it out risk free purchase. Uh, get $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash GWF and using the code GWF. Terms and conditions do apply. Last ad, I swear. So when you go and you're seeing all the signs of you on the bus stop and then you go relax in your Casper mattress, make sure that ass looks fat and fine in a good way in your me undies. Me undies are the softest, most comfortable underwear you'll ever own, period. Seriously, though, every single piece of underwear in my drawer right now. They're all me undies. Um, and summer is the perfect time to upgrade your underwear drawer because everyone is thinking about looking good and feeling good. And me undies are the ultimate feel good undies. It's fucking so true. Every pair of me undies is sustainably sourced and made from micromodal. It's a fabric that's three times softer than cotton. If you're used to buying boring ass underwear, boo, me undies will change everything. Because MeUndies come in all kinds of colors and patterns and they release new limited edition patterns each month that always sell out, you never be bored. This month's patterns were designed by legendary 80s clothing brand Cross Colors with names that live up to their bold design and bright colors like 
increase D piece <laughs> and you dig and the OG. You've got to see them for yourself. And right now you could save 20% off your first pair and receive free shipping only at MeUndies.com slash GWF. There's a reason MeUndies has sold over 5 million pairs to date. And if you don't love your first pair, MeUndies, they're free. Get 20% off your first pair plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash GWF right now. That's MeUndies.com slash GWF. <sighs> MeUndies. In a good way. I was I was like stretching and then I forgot. Sometimes I have to like leave the this, leave this the paperwork that we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I then I forget when I'm when it's time for me to come back in. Um, okay. <laughs> this is my How you doing? Um, I'm doing good. I'm just I'm so tired all the time. I'm so tired too. Um, but what happened? You don't get enough sleep though, right? Uh I mean, I've been better since I quit the day job, but then it's just like James is on a different schedule than me. He like, oh really? He goes to bed really early and then wakes up early, and like that's completely against everything I stand for. Yeah, me too. I don't like that at all. Um, well, do you just like hang out and do things while he's in bed? That's what I do. But you don't live together so sometimes. But yeah, it's like you know, I only if I'm only sleeping with someone like a couple of nights a week, I would I kind of like that time to like be in bed and snuggle. But then also, you know, he'll just get out of hand snoring and flailing around, and I was like, okay, I don't need to yeah. really be a part of this anymore i hate it that's why i have earplugs yeah snores or bores so you know it's fine well i don't like to sleep with earplugs in because number one i like it's sounds don't really bother me that much and Uh then also like i don't like things in my ear and then also what if someone came in at the you know and alfred's like dude mom and you're like what yeah i would hear though alfred's very good his hearing is very good oh good um but what was i gonna say uh Oh yeah. So, you know, it's just a fun weekend, just a normal weekend where you pay, you know, two ninety nine on demand to watch uh, a TV show that your uh, ex-boyfriend was on, on USA, you know, just a fun, <laughs> just a fun. Wait, as a series regular? No, 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 it was just like a fun, um, just one episode. And like, then you, then on demand pops up and you know that you're probably gonna have to pay for one of the episodes. And then you panic because you're not sure which episode it was, but then you've stalked him so thoroughly online that you can figure out, uh, basing on the guest stars, which episode he, he was on. And you guessed once and you were right. Whoa. Is this the XX? Like the one that could the started X. the impetus of the podcast? Yes. The oh, okay. Wow. I, mean, I don't know why we're not saying it oh, anymore. Fr- yeah, yeah, we can. I mean, it's can. fine. Okay. <sighs> Maybe just not on other, on other mediums. Yeah, I guess he doesn't want it on other mediums. It's That's okay. fine. Uh, to each their own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Was it so you found out he was on the show? So you were like, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, it was like episode? last year. And I, well, the thing is, I've been like looking for it for free for so long online because I was curious. And then I realized I was like, oh, I can, I'm sure now that I have like Fios and On Demand, you can find anything. I like bought the whole series of Dawson's Creek. I mean, everything is like most things are all the good stuff you have to still buy. Right. Which is fine. But if you find it one place. Yeah. And also you accrue points. So I have like all these thousands of points that I don't know how, I think I just accrued them from paying my bill and then I can use the points (laughs) to buy stuff. Oh, cool. Wait. So how did you feel? What was your goal? Were you just curious? Well, I would, uh, yeah, I'm curious. See how he's doing. It's like when you deal with someone when they're doing bad, well, I want to at least see if I, if I helped, you helped, if the foundation supported him and did throughout this thing. Yeah, he did a good job. That's great. I mean, he didn't win, but oh, it was a competition. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Oh, 
No, the job. show was a competition. Show was a competition. Oh, yeah. it was a competition show. Yeah, but I was like, because uh, I was just like, oh God, why? I was like, why didn't I get to date anyone when they were doing TV tapings? I got to fucking do all the work myself. This is bullshit. You know what? The the work of a woman goes un un. Thanks forever. And then you're like, I was actually describing, I was, I went to the lake house with my friend uh, and we were, I was talking to her dad about, I was trying to like really talk about the struggles of a woman, but in a way that he like could relate to, you know what I mean? You were a woman explaining the struggle to him. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. But, but I came up with this really interesting metaphor. I was like, you know, it's kind of like throughout your life, Everyone, people will talk down to you and 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 undermine your capabilities. And the whole time you're like, but I know I'm good and I can do it. And then you're like, well, fuck you a little bit along the way. And it's like in these little moments. And then finally, when you get to the point in your career or whatever the fuck it is that you're successful and you're happy and you're excited, you're like, yeah, see, I fucking did it. But where'd you go? Oh, you're not here. Oh, OK, fine. And that's what it feels like sometimes. Huh. Like no one's you you don't never have that satisfaction of being like, see, I fucking did it. You oh, where'd you go? No one's here. No one cares. Okay, cool. Well, I feel like no one will give you that satisfaction. Except yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you don't need it from other people. I don't know. But um, yeah. <laughs> it's been and then um yeah, Alfred's been a li- acting a little bit bad lately. Oh so no. that's been stressful. You know, I mean, I don't I just don't know like just like kind of like aggression from like nowhere. I'm like, I think he, he just like barks a lot at other breeds. Oh, like, and I'm like, is, is, is this dog racist Racist. within the dog community? He might be. Yeah. What breeds does he not like? Anyone but his. Uh, Well, he's just, he just really loves himself. And then I was, and then yeah, the comic, uh, Alex Engelbert, uh, James lives with her and uh, she just got a dog. And I feel like he's like, sexually harassing and like bullying this dog alfred sexually harassing yeah, maybe he needs to go to like a dog psychologist i don't oh my know God. just like you put you put a lot of financial does he hump the dog into, alex's dog yeah which is i mean okay but to it's a certain dog thing i guess but you know to a certain extent he just like won't stop humping the dog yeah. so we'll see we'll see where this journey goes oh no well do yeah i guess i asked the trainer like hey anything i could do with that yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's just, maybe we're just like a dog psychologist. We can take him to. Well, I would normally I'd say that's that doesn't exist. Ha ha. But I think their dog. In New York, exist. I'm sure it does. Dog like psychics exist where Steven's parents had went to a vet. They took their dog to a vet that was more holistic, like just natural foods and shit. Right. And then she happened to be like, I also can read dogs minds. You want me to talk to your dog? And they're like, uh, Sure. And then right. she said all the shit that was mad true. That right. You wouldn't be able to know unless you were a dog psychic. We'll see. We'll see where this journey takes us. You know, just a lot of crying over Alfred. It'll be fine. Oh, no. Are you really? Oh, you're really upset over this? It'll be it'll be OK. It'll be fine. You seem like run down from it. I mean, very tired. Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Oh, there's something. Else. Oh, OK. You can go. And then we have to do uh, legal. Oh, OK. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think I, this year's going back to our roots. I think I've been sucking dick wrong this whole time. I'm, I'm come again, <laughs> right? Um, I didn't know that. So when you suck a dick, right? I just thought <laughs> that you just like lick it and stuff, but you really you have to like suck it when you're going up off the dick. Is that like yeah, what you're supposed you to do every to, time? You have to you have to create suction. I've never been doing that. So I'm sorry. Can you? What are so you? So I've doing? been basically given a hand job with a little. Licking. So you've just been licking it? Yeah. Like I suck it like a lollipop, but with a lollipop, I don't suction. I've never incorporated suction into it. Then the other day I was given a beach 
And then I was like, oh, I'm going to, because I remember someone had mentioned, I don't know if it was on TV or in, the, or in a conversation or what, that they loved fleshlights because it creates that suction. Right. So I was like, I want to try and create that suction with my mouth. And then, then I was like, afterwards, I was like, that was good, right? And he was like, yeah, that's what, that's like a blowjob. Like, so this whole oh, time, man. why didn't Steven tell you? I guess it still felt good. But I, I, I thought, did never I thought you were like the expert at blowjobs. So did I. <laughs> Guess what? I ain't. Oops. So okay. So I mean, were you were you? I was inserting the whole penis in your mouth course, and taking it out, but course. just like with no. How do but you no even suction do it without? Because suction? now I get when the blowjob scenes in the porn when they come off the dick. Can you do it, it on go, your finger yeah, and go, show me what you were doing? Yeah. All right. I would go like this. No suck. No breathing in. No okay. sucking. In. I mean, that's so, not no like terrible. when porn stars do the like that yeah. when the dick leaves their mouth and yeah. it says pop. Yeah. That's from the fucking suction. Yeah, I mean, sometimes like, the suction is so much that it actually, like, I feel like the dick is trapped in my mouth. <laughs> That's a great album name. Mm-hmm. Trapped in my mouth. Uh, so, wait, yeah. And Steven Whoopsies. noticed this difference. Well, I noticed it and I talked to him about it and he's like, yeah, you know, that's kind of what the usual. He didn't like say you've been doing it wrong the whole time because I guess whatever I was doing felt great. It was just a glorified hand job. Oh, I was, I, so I so that girl mm-hmm. that we had the three way with who gave the ninja hand job or say, the ninja blow job. Yeah. She was definitely suctioning. Well, she was just giving a blowjob. It's like a plunger. Yeah, exactly. Right, so right, it's right. not really ninja. It was just a blowjob done well. Yeah. Properly. Yeah. You want it because you want to. I'm you, so pissed. You want to keep that in, the, oh, in the there. the dicks I sucked. I didn't even do any well, of that Well, that's stuff. why. That's why. I, I thought I was so good at that's it. That's why I liked. I think that's probably why you liked them more because it's a lot yeah. more tiring really when you create me. the suction in your in your cheeks and your jaw. Yeah. It really took me down a few pegs because I was real cocky about my blowjob skills. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't even. I, I was like, shit, I've been doing this wrong forever. God damn it. Yeah. Such a Christina thing. You're kind of old. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thanks, bitch. You're right. I'm 29. Well, I'm older, so. No, I, I uh. am. I just wish someone would have told me. Like, honestly, if I'm. I'm really surprised Steven didn't tell you. I don't mind feedback. But well, if, he seems, because Steven's not. Yeah, he's not shy to give it to me. Shy to, yeah, he's right. not someone he who doesn't me, give feedback. He'll tell me what to think, even if I don't want to know. Exactly. So. I'm so surprised. I know, but I guess what I was doing felt great. Maybe he think maybe it just, it's like, you know, everyone has their own like unique take on blowjobs and he didn't want to. I just can't believe I'm doing it wrong this whole goddamn time. <sighs> now I want to suck. I want to go back to all the dicks I've sucked. Yeah. And be like, dude, I can do it better. And I mean, I'm not going to do it, but and I. But yeah, but maybe that is why I love giving blowjobs, because I wasn't putting in that much work, really. I yeah. thought I was. It hurts your mouth. It hurts your cheek muscles. There you I'm going to have now, you know, you're doing che- it right. I'm going to have Arnold Schwarzenegger ab esque cheeks. By the time I'm done using this method properly after a year. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. You know, the oh more you know, gosh. sometimes you, you know, you will always learn new things about ourselves and about other people. And uh, yeah. Oops. Um, <laughs> Jesus. OK, <laughs> so uh, last week, uh, as usual, we caused a stir um, no. with the listener email that we read uh, from the woman who sells her personal baby pictures to pedophiles on the internet. Um, And a lot of people sent us emails that I would definitely categorize as demeaning. Um, Like like we're dumb and we didn't know what we were getting into. And that's fine. I mean, obviously, pedophilia is one of those few topics that people just like aren't comfortable hearing about. They're not comfortable talking about. And we do have a very 
unique perspective about pedophilia on the podcast. It's not one that you hear a lot because as we've talked about time and time again, most people think that pedophiles are monsters who should be locked in a dark room and never spoken to again. And the thing is, that is the most horrible thing ever. It's the most horrible crime or act of anything that you can do is take away a child's innocence like that. But if you really want to get down to the heart of the problem and figure it out and try and solve it, that attitude of, I don't want to talk about it, just put them in jail. It's not going to help. Right. Because there's like a lot of people that have had been assaulted as children that email us. And I'm like, well, this is clearly a fucking huge fucking deal. And no one's talking about it. Right. And when people come to us for advice or like when an email gets sent to our inbox, people aren't looking for legal advice. They're not looking for an actual doctor's advice. I think they're looking for kind of more like moral advice. Like with the law aside, we're not equipped to give science aside. Like, what do you think? Like, I'm coming to you as a friend. Like, if you actually wanted legal advice, it's not that hard to find on the internet. So when we gave our response, and I mean, I I stick with exactly what I said on the podcast. Uh, Yeah, me too. Oh, me too. Me too. We both stand by what we said. Well, and that's yeah. Go ahead. And we did, and we mentioned we said we don't know the legality of it because that's not what you're coming to. And I wouldn't even feel comfortable even after reading up on the laws giving you legal advice. And people were like, "Oh, that's definitely illegal." Actually, it's not. Not only have we researched it and talked to lawyers that we know, but as usual, the law laws change when incidents come up. So this is a very unique incident. And yes, while sending, you know, a, a, and selling child porn is an offense that could face 15 to 30 years in prison for a first time offense. Um, This unique situation really depends on how the judge decided to interpret the law. So for instance, if Christine and I were sitting on the bench, this person would not be going to prison. Uh, But if some of the listeners were sitting on the bench, they would be be going to prison. You know, and it is a federal law that about child pornography. But again, it, it, this is such a unique situation because no child is being objectified because it's not a child anymore. And this person has ownership over the photos. I mean, I certainly recommended uh, that stop. she stop doing stop it, it because I don't think it's worth whatever like low amount of rent money you're getting. But I do want to reinforce that it's not definitely illegal. It's something that I think would probably, if it was, you know, brought to a court of law, would cause a really big conversation and probably some changes in the law, depending on how the people involved felt about it. Yeah. Yeah. It actually, I was very proud of myself because when I read a couple of the emails that we received from it, I was like, I don't even like the looks of the subject line. It's like, are you fucking stupid? Basically. And I'm like, oh God, I want to write it back. Cause we did, I did, we thought, oh man, when we got that email, I was so curious about what I, I, it took me days to even figure out like, what would I, like, what do I think about this? Cause it's hard to, it's hard to distance yourself from the fact that like there, it involves a person who like takes away a child's innocence. And it's hard to like, look at that person as anything else, but that, but you right. have to, if you want to, then that's what the law does. And people were writing us like, Oh, this will definitely make pedophiles hornier. I'm like, are you a pedophile? How do you even know Ew, that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't read those. Like, I mean, it depends on what like state of mind you're in. I don't know. There's a lot of legal issues that came up this week. And then the Rob Kardashian, black China revenge oh, yeah. porn uh, came up. If anyone Bruh. caught my 35 minute Instagram live story so about it, I'm very, uh, I just really, I I don't know. I like this 
story spoke to me. Yeah. Um, and I posted and I was, a picture of her vagina. Right. And I was kind of really glad that the internet reacted the way they did because it's like, yeah, we we both think you're both trash people. Yeah. But, but don't do that. Up until the time he posted the revenge porn, I think a lot of us were could have felt pity for Rob Kardashian. He obviously has some severe mental problems that he's not yeah. dealing with. Like he's eating his feelings. He needs a therapist badly. His kind of whole family has turned on him. It's like mm-hmm. the whole world sees Sucks. that black China's using you, but you can't see it. We've, yeah. you know, people, we, we've all been Ugh. in that situation. We have. Um, oh man. And so we were all on his side until he's just, until you just post revenge porn. Like, and her phone number. Yeah. Fuck you dude. Like you Come don't, on. that's something you don't do. And also, I mean, just in case anyone was thinking of doing a thing like that to their ex, that is, that is in no uncertain terms, very illegal. Um, and that, again, that goes to state by state. For California, uh, unlawful distribution of an image is considered uh, a misdemeanor or disorderly conduct. Um, and then, but a lot of cases that, you know, in recent years where this was a unique thing as the Internet goes on and on and social media becomes more uh, more of a big part of people's lives, like more laws have been written like about that's this. that girl who texted her boyfriend to encouraging him to commit suicide. Right. That was a new that was a, a case that really set a standard. Right. Yeah. Revenge porn is has only became a, a crime in California in the year 2013. And it, of course, stemmed from a case that set the president precedent for that. Um, so, yeah. I think it's interesting. Speaking of emails, we're going to read some emails. Mm -hmm. This email, the subject line is gay porn for straight men. Yes. So excited. Hey, ladies, I've been listening to your podcast for a month now. Found on accident, by the way. I must say, I really do like it. Thank you. I'm a retired firefighter. Hello. Slash paramedic with 23 years of duty. Took retirement to get away from all the stress. Took a job driving a truck from uh, my home is in Asheville, North Carolina to Charlotte, North Carolina every day. So I have a lot of time on my hands to listen to podcasts. I am a straight male. I am so straight. It is hard for me to look at another male and say that man is good looking, a good looking man. I mean, okay. I don't, I just don't find men attractive at all. In fact, most, if not all of us are pigs. Well, hey, you said it, not me. So when I was listening to your podcast, you wanted to know about straight men, uh, what they thought about gay porn. I thought, I I thought, okay, challenge accepted. So I pulled up my phone to do some testing. My favorite porn site typed in gay male porn, and I was going to let my dick be the judge. If I got wood, then that would say something. Now, I'm very secure in my manhood. I live in the South and my wife will tell you I'm one of the most manly men she knows. So this is no small feat. We're going to call her and ask her. You're so brave. But this is all for the sake of science. And the outcome was what I expected what I expected really I I don't like gay porn not my thing I guess but I did stumble on chicks with dicks and well that did it full attention was had by me and my dick these men slash ladies were beautiful and they had great boobies and large cocks so it just goes to prove that there is something out there for everyone thank you for entertaining me every Friday (laughs) so I love that he's like all right I'm gonna see if my my dick moves when I look at gay porn and then that led him to trans porn well I think everyone is like not 100% sure that they're straight until they see something gay and don't like it yeah but I mean a lot of straight men too love 
the the term chicks with dicks, I'm sure they, they do not appreciate trans trans women do not appreciate that term. I'm not sure. Maybe they do. I have no idea. Everyone I mean, in the porn industry. Yeah, they're not using they usually don't use uh, the proper terminology. Right. A lot. Right. But you can still search tranny 100 uh, percent for yeah. porn. Um, but a lot of straight guys love that beautiful but, hot chick with like a big old because straight men love dicks. Yeah, it's weird. Well, because they like have they're a obsessed dick, with their own. Like women are not obsessed with their vaginas the way sh- men are obsessed with vaginas. Their dicks. Are just so much maintenance, and they're just so they're finicky and they're well, testy. You can't like grab onto like there's no part of my body except for I guess your breast you can grab onto. Grab them all but the you time. can't like grab onto like your vagina. Yeah, because if you did, it, yeah, it's like there's more just, like giving your vagina a high five. Yeah, you just yeah, there's no real it. grasp. You can't, like there. shake its hand. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like I mean like a dick is like like you know. Like it's like if you have like a tool belt and something's hanging down like nunchucks or something. Yeah, yeah. Dicks are like nunchucks. It's, yeah, it's yeah. It's just hanging there. I Fucking. you can play with it. It grows. It does different things. You can make it talk like a little puppet. Yeah, you make move the urethra. Oh my god, that's so much fun. It's just like more of an activity center. Yeah. So, so I mean, true. I can see. I, and like uh, like you know, trans women who haven't had bottom surgery, like very hot. I mean, Bailey J, one of the Ugh. hottest damn people out there. Yeah. So you like what you like, but thank you, sir, for writing us in and experimenting and trying new things. Yeah, I like I, open-mindedness. I think that's great. I, but I also like how he still had to be like, I'm very I'm manly. I'm very straight and manly. And I, I actually down trees. rolled a tire in before I wrote this email to you. So just <laughs> want everyone to know. Um, so this subject line is, I had an abortion five years ago and haven't told my boyfriend. Again, just another lighthearted Friday with the guys we fuck girls. Yay. Um, just Yo. Just started listening to you guys yeah. last week after I ran out of episodes of another podcast that I'm not even going to say. Wow. How dare you? No. <laughs> that said, I listened to the episode with Audrey, too early for an abortion, too late for plan B, and wanted to ask your professional, but she put weird marks around it, advice. <laughs> uh, I had an abortion almost five years ago after I became pregnant as a result of a sexual assault, and I haven't told my boyfriend. We've been together for seven years, so we were dating when all of this happened. Oh, I didn't see that part. He knows that I was raped twice, one year apart, but is unaware of the pregnancy and the abortion. He's been extremely supportive throughout my prolonged recovery, but I feel like he's getting a little over the drama I keep bringing to our shared life. I've been in therapy since 2014 to treat my PTSD and my therapist suggests that I don't need to tell my boyfriend everything about me if I don't want to. I'm not sure if I agree. We have a very honest relationship for the most part and we've spoken about abortion before in the terms of our relationship but never in that context of rape because who the fuck plans for that? I know that if the case were reversed I'd want to know obviously he can't get an abortion but you catch my drift yes and I'd want to be able to be there for him. Now I'm afraid I've waited too long to tell him and that he'll view my five years of silence as five years of lying to him. What do y'all think? Help. I mean, if you're interpreting it as the drama I bring to the relationship, that's not drama. That's trauma with a T. (laughs) And I think, I don't mean to sound kitschy there, but that did sound really corny. But if that would help him understand more and you feel like he's not understanding you, I would tell him. But you, you don't have to. 
I don't know if someone told me something though, if like if Steven told me something that happened to him that was traumatic, but it happened while we were dating and he chose not to tell me at the time, I would be like, oh my God, I feel bad. I'm like, I, if, I had, if I had any idea, I would have been more sensitive about this XYZ subject or whatever, but I wouldn't get mad. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm a fan of if you don't feel like telling the person, don't tell him. It's not really his right to get mad. The boyfriend's right to get mad. I mean, uh, uh, this is I'm just confused as to why you told him about the rape, but not about the pregnancy and abortion. It makes me feel like somewhere in the past you've had some kind of a conversation about abortion where he wasn't super uh, pro-choice. Oh. Um, Because you don't really give details. You say you talked about it, but you don't say what his stance on it was. I mean, it takes a really, really super right-wing conservative person to be against rape. I mean, to be against abortion in circumstances like rape or sexual assault. But they exist. Um, So if he was against that, that would even make me think, like, why are you even, like, with this person? Yeah. I also agree that you don't have to reveal everything about yourself. The only thing that makes this a little peculiar is that you were together. So it's like you were together, but withholding this really, really important thing that was hel- that was happening to you that I'm sure you could have used a shoulder um, to lean on. But maybe even maybe she was even in shock when it was with, during the whole process of finding out she was pregnant, making that decision. Sure. That's never even even if it is a result of rape. I am sure I've never had one, but I am sure that that's still a difficult decision to make regardless of the circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you don't want your mind clouded by the opinions of others because it's not really has nothing to do with him as far as the choice you made. It just makes me question mm, your comfort level with him um, because your partner, like there's no real point in having a partner if you don't feel absolutely comfortable with them and you feel like there's certain aspects uh, of your life that you need to hide from them. There's a difference between not keeping something for yourself to have something for yourself and then actually feeling like you can't tell your partner everything. I keep things to myself, but not because I don't feel like I can tell them to James just because I don't want, I want to keep things to myself. Certain things like certain things that I'll keep from my mom is I keep them mainly, usually if it's something, it's because I know that she'll worry. To protect her. Exactly. Well, that's parents. Yeah, I keep a ton of shit. And it seems like, I don't know if that's why she's doing it, but with when it's your romantic partner, you don't have to protect them from anything. Mm-hmm. It's more if you, yeah, if the, if you you telling him should be based off of you wanting to tell him, you know. Right. And I mean, there are those people in our lives who, like, I think when she means like I'm bringing drama to the relationship, you know, we all have that friend who's like just a like, burden, who just like, and also just like bad things happen, happen to, to this friend, yes. and like that's just I, yeah. kind of their position in life, and it's unfortunate, and they're like this little eeyore walking around with a, a rain cloud. And I it's have friends like, like truly this. not their fault. It's just shit luck. It's not. But then, as the person who maybe isn't the the rain cloud, you you can be like, oh, what is this person? And, right. You know, what's the common thread here? Is there a common thread? The what can it be? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree with your therapist that you certainly don't have to. But it seems to me like if you wrote, took the time to write this, that you want to. Yep. So then you should. Yeah. I'm also curious what he thinks about abortion. You should write us back. I'm yeah, curious. I mean, it's not really a new thing. Like it's over and done with. And like the I mean, but if obviously if you're dealing with PTSD, it's going to have uh, effects. And like if you this is someone you plan to marry and like have a kid with, like I, I imagine uh, emotions 
from that abortion might come up. Yeah. When and if that happens. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Our guests today. We're very excited to for this episode of Guys We Fucked. Um, our guests are stand-up comedians. They are a comedy duo. Uh, accidentally hit on one of them at Moon Tower. And told you about it. They're hilarious. They are also twin brothers. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the, the Sklar Brothers. brothers. Taking a gag in your mouth. Well, well, that's perfect note to start on. What? Uh, we're here with the Scholar Brothers, Jay and Randy. Hello, Jay, Randy. Randy has no glasses. Okay, that's how yeah. I remember this. That's the only way. I was like, tell. which one of you said I hit on? I mean, how quickly? Me. Which one did you hit on? Yeah, no, I knew it was you. <laughs> and I and actually Jay, hit on you Jay when hit on interviewing Christina. you at the ping pong. Oh, and you scared me, but I was Jay a little aroused at the same arm time. Up on the wall, and I yeah. and I totally called him on it. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah that was so funny. I remember you were like, why am I doing this? I'm like, I don't know. But I just wanted to put my yeah, arm up Jay, and get and really he, close to it. Just got really that sort of. That and then I complimented your podcast, lane. like yeah. while I was in close. Yeah, so yep. she's got a great podcast. I'm like, thank great you. I'm really close. Do you guys often find yourself attracted to the same types of women? Hmm. I don't know. Oh, good question. <laughs> what a weird sound that was. I don't know. That's a. It's. I don't know. I don't know. If, I think it's new. We both like funny people. Yeah. So I mean, you guys would both. Got to have sense of humor and got to appreciate that that's got to be a cornerstone of what we're, of what we're about to get into. Right. So I've dated women and been with women who don't get it. How so? Like just, just, they not funny. Not funny. Did you say something sarcastic to them and it just went over their head? Like, I don't get why you're such a dumb. Did you date a woman and you went to like a Chinese restaurant and you saw the the best joke, best joke of my young life (laughs) was when in college and I went, to, with her to a restaurant and it was a Chinese restaurant and there was a lamp that had all these tassels, tassels and I looked up and I can you let me fucking tell <laughs> the right. story this is so gonna I, be like we have yes. one just very talkative guest so I went yeah you won't be able to tell the difference so <laughs> let me tell so it had a bunch <laughs> of tassels and I looked up at it and I looked at her and I said just offhandedly I threw it away in a beautiful beautiful moment right. I said do you know how many Chinese people had to graduate in order to make that lamp <laughs> 
Fucking great joke. <laughs> joke. Was she like, like solid? No, that's a good joke. She didn't. She's like, no. I was like, this is oh, out. I'm like, you are. A you're a beautiful woman. Two. I was like, you're a beautiful woman, but I cannot. No, yeah. I can't. This is this is not gonna happen. Do you guys lead with humor? Always. In the dating moments? In any moment of my life. Right. Uh, Every moment. I don't lead with anything. I try to get people not to talk to me as much as possible. (laughs) I'm just like, talk to me. I'll I'll talk to you. You Can I I just stop everything right now and just ask you guys what kind of a bump uh, Brendan's musical career got from being on (laughs) (laughs) Brendan. Brendan, Brendan. Or excuse me, I like to call him Brandon. Yeah, but he was being Norwegian Brandon Norwegian arms. Norwegian, like where, where's Norwegian arms crawling They're up going the to iTunes LA chart? Soon. What's happening now? There's the, <laughs> who are they? Are they opening up for Franz Ferdinand? What's that happening? Was oh a my god! Special moment in my life. I, I mean, true it, fan over here. Yeah, right? yeah. So no, I I oh have been listening, and I here's what I think. I <laughs> I've tried to crystallize why I think I love you guys so much and Do why it, tell us but why I think we're connected because we shouldn't be we're connected. all twins yes we're all, we're all twins. twins we're all Jews we're all, uh, we are all Jews that's we? true yeah. four no, no, Jews no. in a room so let me explain this because I really do believe this and I'm being serious here I think we all share the same uh sort of love of justice and ha- like desire for like justice needs to be served in the situation, which is why I actually think your podcast is so great is that it has this undercurrent of like, this is a fucking unjust thing that right. has been going on for so long. And we are here to do our part to write to that. tip the scales tip- to the right spot. Wow, guys. And I'm like, I am the most like in favor of justice, like in every situation. And I think it's actually unhealthy. Just, no one loves justice more, more than, than you. More than <laughs> I'm like, if something- They call him David Justice. That's right. <laughs> if, if something is wrong, if something isn't right, like if even if like, cause we have kids and if, if kids yeah. are bullying another kid, like- Ooh, I stepped in on a schoolyard and I saw some bullying <laughs> going on. You were just on. walking, going about your day. No, my own son's yard and oh. some kid with two kids were bullying another kid. And I was like, hey, what's going on over here? Like yeah. I got oh. into it. Yeah. Not even my kid. I'm like, what are you guys doing to this guy? He's not bothering anyone. Why don't you guys go over there? I was I just start talking like, really loud sorry, around other people's kids and just really loud to, hey, that doesn't seem like the right thing to do. <laughs> Does it? Doesn't seem like the right thing to do. Hey, anybody else here think that's the right thing to do? Why don't you say you're sorry? It's really like a character in like a, a weird Adam Sandler movie. Well, see, I get too angry. Why? I get too angry because yeah, angry but, you know issue. we were just we just recorded the uh, intro earlier for the podcast that's coming out this week with Burt Kreischer, who was amazing. Uh, Love him. How, get, how quickly naked? did he take I his wish. shirt off? I wish. We, but we, that's why we have Tito's because we saw him at Crabtree Comedy Festival yeah. drunkenly talk to yeah. Attell on stage, and it was amazing. But uh, Burt Kreischer is sponsored by Tito's. Just yes. like yes. his existence, his life. If you were to take his DNA and just break it. <laughs> down and stick like a, a piece of him under a microscope it would just literally be the tito's label yeah yes exactly we're talking about like uh the health care thing bill yeah. that might get passed and just like Fuck the fucking that. pro-life shit of like we're pro-life but like pro-death penalty and pro lock them up forever and pro I once you have all. the baby Go fuck yourself. And it's so, it's so uh, like when people try to say, but I'm pro-life. No, you fucking are. You're anti-women. Go fuck yourself. You're pro-forcing women to have babies. That's fucking. By the way, I'm the biggest feminist now because I have two daughters. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I have one daughter. Does that make me half half the feminist? You're you're half the feminist that I am. Yes. Does anyone have any sons or just daughters? I do have a son. Okay. I have an eight. Well, you have a now a bigger responsibility to treat her, to tell him how to treat women. And I do. So yeah, I'm like, my did. kids will argue with me and part of me hates it as a parent, but then part of me loves it as a 
in later in life, you're not going to get run over by somebody. Sure. Right. So I kind of like it when we get into a fight. What do you fight about? Everything. Oh my God, all sorts of shit. When you, cause we spend so much time with our kids. I mean, oh, we're, on that's the, great. we're on the road a lot, but then we, we try and like cut our day off work-wise, which is probably ruining our careers. Yeah, it is. I think it you is. guys are doing pretty good. We're all right. You guys act like you like live next door to each other or share bunk beds. Like, you do not. You definitely <laughs> do not. And actually our families and our lives outside of what we do allows us to kind of do the other stuff we do because mm-hmm. in my family, my kids don't think of me as like one half of the Sklar brothers, you know Isn't what I mean? Isn't that nice? And you're like, thank you, daughter. I'm, I'm no, just glad someone appreciates I'm me. I'm the person who doesn't understand what they want to do, you know? Right, and right, I right. get that. No, but they're, you know, you're around them so much, you get their tendencies. Like the second they start to, the second I see them starting to fight with each other or anything, or I can see the beginnings of a bubbling of a fight, it's not even there yet. I just lose my shit. I'm like, you can't, you can't treat her this way. And you, and she's like, what? I just sniffled. I'm like, you were going for it. You were yeah, not going to let I'm it roll stupid. off your back. You got. But do you guys fight? What's the fighting? Corinne and I? Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, we've had fights. We've had fights. But they're usually pretty like like once a year. And I mean, How does it end? We've had a fight in a really long time. Does it go over a it's, couple of weeks? Oh, you just when you make, it. No, but when, when you make a money, when you do, you know, when you're not starving for a sandwich or a subway ride and you have like more than $5 in your bank account, it, it eases stress. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, uh, everyone's actually surprised how much time we can spend together without fighting. But I mean, for me, it's like, it, it, this is like a job. Like I, I've never had a fight with a coworker. Well, this is, feels like so, a marriage. Like it that is you work more on. like a marriage because you guys are really personal and yeah. you get into. Yeah, but it. we're not. Fuck. I really only fight with people I fuck. I am not a big fighter. I don't like it. I mean, I just try to like. You only fight with people you fuck. Yeah, while I, you're fucking. Yeah. Really, I'm not a. I'm not. You fight, you fight fuck them. Yeah, or like uh, some fight honestly fucker. male comedians I do get in a lot of fights with, but I just can't handle it. Fight fucker could be the next UFC. Yeah, that's actually good <laughs> point. Like they're fighting fight. Fighting, fighting, and there's and two ways it fuck. could go. Right. They could submit or we could just fight or fuck. I think, it, I think it was Sublime who once said, fucking and fighting, it's all the same. Actually, I was going to do just nothing. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> he, he died too soon. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> fucking and fighting, is, it is all the same. You Have are you guys like ever fucked and fought? With each other. Not with each other. <laughs> no. Wait, have you ever like did, had a threesome together? Like no. that was going to be my, oh my first question. God, what? What is why? Awful, what is the point of what being an a twin? awful concept? So the idea <laughs> we had a whole comedy bit about it that like just the not about us doing it, but the idea of sexualizing female twins. Okay, so the core's light twins. Let's just put sure, them sure. into a thing. And I I'm know not, what men want. That yeah. like and twin. There was a whole beer commercial. Twins. Like, oh yeah, twins. twins. We said in our bit that like, how great would it be if they said and twins? And instead of uh, cutting to the Coors Light twins with the fake tits, they cut to those two Siamese girl twins connected at the head. <laughs> and the and then just, Carson comes and, in. And and no, in no, the camera just pushes into that area that's kind of both of them, but it's kind of <laughs> neither of them. It's like international waters, like Somalian pirates. Were. And twins. And twins. <laughs> And like just do one of them's like, in like a wheelbarrow, and the other one's like a <laughs> country <laughs> western singer. And twins, and like dudes watching that just be like, "Yeah, man, I love oh. football with my friends and all this." Like, no, God, <laughs> not those twins. I can't oh, handle that. So it's never even been proposed to you guys. No I one's think, ever put it on I the table. There for are there are people out there that would maybe want that. Fantasy I, I really do think that people. we've been no, we have been propositioned like that by a man. Not by a woman. Uh, really? Yeah, See, women need to learn. Women have it in them. They think the thoughts, but they don't Put come out, out and there. say it. Like when I hit on you when I was, um, what was I? Not PMSing when I was ovulating. Did you were think you really of both ovulated? of us? Yeah. You did? Well, it was because I, I was like, you were just, oh, it'd be fun to like fuck them both. Really? Oh, I thought you were just like hanging out 
just being silly and fun. No, I mean, that's what sometimes people think. But I like, I just, I was hitting on everybody that week. No offense, but uh, <laughs> I, was, I like paid I for Dan it. Soder to come to the strip club. I, with saw, I remember that. Yeah. And I mess, that. I was messaging uh, Colin Quinn, like, where are you? Where? Not anything like overtly sexual, no, but, like, but where are you like, at? But we <laughs> yeah, mess, yeah. That's why I said. You up? I, we messaged back and forth and yeah. we were just totally joking around. Yeah, see, you were joking and I she thought, was I was not like, joking. oh shit, I'm such a dick. Um, and I felt bad. Wait, you're married. I was like, oh yeah, weren't we just right. joking? Right. Yeah. Just, I like, and no, I, I feel bad at that. that but oh, I mean, what? No. Hey, all right, that's fine. I guess we're honored. I mean, you should I be am. honored. I mean, yeah, but like I felt you. bad because then I was like, oh fuck, I didn't know shit. As a married a dude, you shit. kind of like, and on some level, if you don't want to cheat on your wife, you kind of are like, oh, it's nice that. It's People nice to do be wanted. Thank I'm you like, for thinking of me. I'll take yeah. that as a tremendous compliment. Sure. Like, My boyfriend says it all the time. But when I like I have a crush on somebody, or if I hit on people, I'm very honest with him because I think it's funny. And like I've, he's hit on people like hardcore in front, front of, of you. Yeah. But I also have a cuckolding fetish. So I like seeing him fuck other people, other women. Do you really? Yeah. You, and we've done it. And, where do and you it's sit great. when that happens? In the corner with the vibrator. You sit in the corner with are you? And you, yeah. what if what not if, in a scary way though? I thought what if you sit in the corner and just scroll through emails? <laughs> One time I did take a phone call, but uh, <laughs> no, just, he's, but I already he's came fucking and someone else, and you just hear <laughs> sound of an email. <laughs> <laughs> you took a phone call. Who was it? Mom, I can't. My he's friend Vanessa. Someone. Yeah, no, I had already <laughs> no. came and I was like, oh, this is boring to me uh, now, and then I left. Right, you became once the you're guy. done. You became the guy in the situation. Oh, like I'm out. Yeah. I'm, but yeah, I was like, service. I orchestrated this, so I'm not going to say stop. I'm just going to remove myself. Did you help him select the person? Or? I did select. You selected. When selected. it's a three-way, it's always like... Ladies' choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so. then it's when like we talked about state. doing it with another guy, and he's not even a little bit bisexual, he has to be comfortable with that guy. He has Have to you, be. Oh, so he's done it with a guy. No, we haven't yet. We're trying. Is not he, actively. Is he open to doing it with a dude? He would only because... It's fair, but he so he would watch. Justice. That's, 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 that's a justice. long. Yeah. That is justice, but that's a long way to walk for being. He fair wouldn't get people. off on it because that doesn't turn him on. But uh, he he's would just like, gonna be looking back the whole time, going like, "You like this?" No, it'd just be like, "I don't, I don't know." We haven't done it, so who knows? That, I can't even imagine. It that. would probably be very awkward. Three movies are always awkward. Three ways are, feel yeah, like someone is always not quite compensated enough. Yeah, there's so always like, like a little bit like, and the per- I'm me, getting twenty eight percent, right? <laughs> I'm not getting 33. Feel good. To me, Even, it's like a, if if you can appreciate a massage fully, yeah. you can appreciate a three-way. Right. If you're the type of person who's getting a massage and you're like, why is she pressing that hard on my calf? You're out of it. You're out oh, of it. Yeah. You're like, I'm already thinking about other things. And is my neck, can I oh. breathe on the thing that's facing down? Not like I get a bunch of massages. That's why I don't. I was going like, to say, I was like, are these thoughts that you're having while getting massages? Yeah. I'll be like, is this? If I strangled her, would I? No. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, we were. this will be the last time I'll be in time. Because we were talking about like people who have like secret uh, like a mistress is one thing you're open about it, but the uh, thing we've never been able to understand second family, second family, Dude, second that is so family. much stress, too okay. much. I was cleaning out the fish tank. My kids wanted beta fish. And I was like, oh, why Christ. do we get the beta? If we have a dog, like why do we need more pets and more animals in our house? Nope. I want fi- We were cleaning out the fish tank and my you wife, killed and, them, right? No, my wife oh. and I didn't, let the water warm up enough so that when we uh, put the fish yeah. that we had just gotten for one day into the water that was too cold, the fish died. Yeah. And I thought to myself, as I'm like picking the flushing How the dead it? fish away, I was like, who the fuck wants two families? <laughs> That's four fish. Yeah. I can't handle two. That's so, four And you fish. have to worry about finding people uh, finding out about each other. And it's like, oh my God. That's not it's worth a, it. You have to be like the greatest improv 
person ever to like just you're just not being truthful in any part you're of your life. You're keeping two scenes. Well, well some people I think are are, turn, are aroused by the thrill of getting caught. Oh man, I was yeah. or almost getting caught. Okay, so mm-hmm. the on the yeah. the other episode that I listened to recently of the show, <laughs> I'm like, I want to ignore people and make money on the oh, ignore line. That ignore line humiliatrix. Humiliatrix. Yeah. The ignore line is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire yeah. life because. It's serving a purpose for the person. The person is loving it. Like take the thing that you are most sexually into ever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this. and the person accepts it and doesn't question you or doesn't judge you about loves it. Loves it. Mm-hmm. Loves it. And you just get to go about and do your thing. I yeah. mean, I want an ignore line. Women. It's weird being a woman because every part of your body has a, has a monetary value. Like, <sighs> like you can, you can ha- let a guy on Craigslist rub your feet and you can get paid $500. Wiki you can feet. give a guy your underwear. You, you guys give- know wiki feet. I no. bet you're on wiki feet. I bet you're on. Wiki no. Feet. Oh, I bet you are. Look Look them up. Look Is there up, a picture up. of you guys in strappy sandals or like From somewhere? No, my feet are definitely on the internet uh, because I have. Cra- I always Wait, wear crazy what shoes. The fuck? Look on your phone. Look up Wiki feet. I don't know and that I want to. Am I no, going to see a picture? Jessica Saint Clair, who you know, playing house, love that show, love those guys. Jessica and Lennon. Jessica was like, "I'm on Wiki feet, and I can't believe it." She's the one who told us about it. I was like, "What the hell is that?" And she's like, "Put your name in and put Wiki feet." Well, one of the top searches when you do like Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson is like bikini yeah which is my favorite part because it's not nude it's bikini, bikini. Our, our our listeners are pervs but not complete no, we, like, we, we still have a modicum of <laughs> but and i was like you really should you really should search for me nude i look much better nude than are in a bikini are you on wiki feet <laughs> no oh you need well, I, I put wiki feet christina hutchinson wiki feet by the way could be the next animated hit <laughs> <laughs> it's like Hugh Jackman is a penguin, and it means right. one it's thing really, for the parents. But right. Hugh, totally Hugh Jackman is a penguin that's really fetish about other penguins' feet, feet or yeah. women's feet. Oh, well, see, but now, now that I'm, we let it into the open, we're definitely going to end up on. Now you're going down the now. I see. I see. I don't Google myself. Oh God! See, now Somebody says going. they have a picture of me naked. They do not. I've never taken one. Someone says they have a picture of you naked. Yeah, Jake, get that off. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take it down. What are your What are your guys' kinks? <laughs> you have one. I could tell by that eyebrow raise. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I here's the thing. I love. We don't judge. No, 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 no this, judgment. So and and truly understanding because I tried to understand it for years and years. But um, you know, it, it might ruin it trying to understand it. Yeah, don't try to understand it. No, I think you should try and understand the kink a little bit or understand where it's coming from. I actually think it gives you a little more ownership over it. Oh, when you, maybe if you if you understand. now you don't want to lose the mystique. Well, the cuckolding thing I tried to understand because I'm like, is that I feel guilty that I want my is that weird? That How does my brain work in this way? Um, I because I, I think a lot about like like Sir Mix a lot. OK, he he said he hmm. he had enough balls really to say I like big butts and I cannot lie. Mm-hmm. Not He's like, I want to be I, able to lie. I would to love right. to be able to sit up here on this rap album and lie to you. I would love to tell the world that I just I. <laughs> But I, there's something inside me. I have me. to tell this Like story. the Fonz saying, I'm sorry. That's such an early reference you guys wouldn't get. But it's like, I can't. You cannot lie. I cannot. There is no way I can lie to you. And that to me showed like Travis Balls. Yeah. I think a good choking is kind of fun. Oh, I yeah. love choking. That's, That's my area thing. of expertise. Like a near, you do choking? Oh, yeah. I do, you ch- I do choking. <laughs> you do, you you do choking out? sessions. Do you pass out? No, that's not do fun. Do you pass out? No. I'm, uh, not into, I'm not into anything that would actually hurt me or somebody else. Yeah. I don't know. Then you got to get into safe words. 
Have you guys ever had a safe word? No. With sex? I've never had a safe word. Me neither. I've never had a safe word with sex. I mean, like, you'll know I'm not enjoying it because I'm like, ow. As I turn blue. I have faith in myself to just stop it. Like, I I mean. I kind of like, I like dirty talk. I think that's Wait, fun. Wait, so what's Me your, is big, are big butts your kink or something? Big butts are not my kink oh. at all, but it's actually in the opposite direction. I love. Small butts. Like, small butts and. <laughs> And I can't lie. I love, oh, love I love a small tush. <laughs> I love a small, like you can fit in well, one hey, hand. Hey, small butts don't get as much love and that's Small stupid. butts do not get as much love. Kim Kardashian ruined that for she ruined, small butts. But for everybody. But it's, and I- She and ruined it, a lot of things. Yes. Uh, and we're not going to shame her. No. But uh, on this podcast, we'll do it on another. You do it on your own. Yeah, we're, we're pro Kardashian. Sorry. Okay. All right, that's fine. We're not sorry. Well. Wait, so what is it? What's your kink? Uh, so in the small butt vein, I like a woman to be in good shape. That is like a thing. So Ooh, I, what's, crazy. Good shape, what could, what's good shape to you? Because everyone has their own definition of it. Yeah. Like some guys Fit. want a woman to be like thick and like just, but that's not, I mean, some everybody like bodybuilders. Some, yeah. yeah. And some guys I, like, like, see, I don't mind bodybuilders and I don't, and I think like in good good shape is a good thing. Like yeah. I just, you know, like fit define some muscles, some, you know, like you work out because I think it ties into a confidence thing. And right. here's the other thing that I think it does in the weirdest way, our comedy and our career and everything that we've done as twins, we've sort of chosen the path to go against what people think we should do when we get out there. So mm -hmm. there is this, it's either a great choice or it's a terrible choice and we don't know yet. Okay. We'll find out when we, well, we'll see, but I mean, can't get work anymore. exactly. But I mean, we literally have made a career of stepping on stage and saying, we are not going to give you exactly what you want here. We're going to go in a different direction. So whenever I, hacky. whenever I see that, I'm like, Oh, that is, that's amazing. Like I saw James Davis's comedy for the first time at the moon tower comedy mm. festival. And I was like, I fucking Damn. love this guy. Damn. I did not expect anything of what just came out of his yeah. mouth. Oh, and I love, 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 love. Ian Carmel too is another Same, guy. Another oh, person. Ian's great. Yeah. I was like, I, where is this coming from? It's just so surprising and so interesting and cool. And so I don't know. It's just not giving you what you want. So I think there's a little bit of that going like, okay, everybody says a woman's body should be soft and a woman's body should be this. Right, not, right, and right. there's this preconceived notion of what it should be. Yeah. So when it isn't, I think that's really cool. And then it ties into something in terms of like your confidence in yourself. That's another so thing. So do you like fit in terms of like muscle? Not to brag, but I can uh, squat 175. 175? What? I just did it yesterday. So I do. That's awesome. I, de I definitely you. do. I didn't think I was capable of that. I definitely do. That's amazing. But it doesn't have to be. Right. But I definitely do think that that's hot in some way. Yeah. You know? And also Again, it's just, like they're taking care of themselves because they want to. A, you're taking care of yourself and B, you're in if, tune, you, tune if you're your in body, good like, shape yeah. and you have a, if you are, then that's, I'm not saying I don't like women who aren't in good shape. You don't like I'm fatties. Saying, I get it. No. I, I just love how you presented this I as know. some crazy, I'm going to wow right, so my kink is, by the way, I like by the way, fit no, 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 women. No, no, no. This is where you're wrong. <laughs> I didn't say I'm going to wow you. You just asked me what my kink is. And oh, I God. just said it. It was just, it really made me laugh. Nah. <laughs> but I do like fit women. Right. And, and bodybuilders don't bother me. So it's not like I'm like gross. <laughs> right, right, like, right, right. I'm not like but gross. But do you like, have you ever looked at porn with like muscular chicks? they make are, yeah, yeah. Bodybuilders so don't bother yeah, me. Yeah. Well, because I was going to say, that's more of a kink no, too, because it's more out of the norm. But bodybuilders for a lot of dudes are like, ugh, gross. Ugh, you look like a man. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I had an ex-boyfriend <laughs> who really liked bodybuilders. And what happened? How uh, did you deal with that? No, it's I didn't know. I just discovered his porn truly accidentally and it freaked me the fuck out. Just because mm -hmm. I was like, I, at that time I was like, not, I mean, I wasn't fat. I was just like, not even. Did you talk to him about it? Different body type to that. What? Did you talk to him about it? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, on the podcast, but that was years later. What did he it say? It didn't matter because he, we, he was not like the one anyway. So I was just kind of like along for the ride. He was a very nice person. Right. And and he was and he was cool. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry that it made you feel like that way. He's like, I just like he's like, I just like like the newness of it. I think a lot of guys are just like some days like they just want the different. newness something of something different. Yeah. Sure. Something I get that. What's your kink? I mean, I think it's what I was saying before. It's not like dominate, but like the choking. thing, yeah. And that kind of like flip roll thing a little is do you like when the woman chokes you or you choke the woman getting choked getting choked a little bit yeah Yeah. that's fun yeah it's different like i think it's like (laughs) it's new yeah it's new and it's different and it's unexpected yeah like do you ask women to choke you or like when you were dating did you ask women to choke you or no i it it was done to me and i and i was unexpected and i enjoyed it yeah and i was like oh that's cool I like that. If you want to do that again, I'd right? I wouldn't. For it. it is always also cool to find something. You're Discover like, oh, something that's really exciting. That was something sure. that did it for me. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. It is, yeah, it is fun because sometimes sex can get mundane when if it's with the same person. So right. Like, Let's I, discover I've been married something. for just celebrating my 16 year. Congratulations! Jeez, wow. 16. So, 16 years. And how long? And I knew we... her for like 20. We've known each other for like Whoa. 20. And how long have you been together with your wife? Uh, 13, 12. Wow. 13, yeah. And and do you find that like what? One of my biggest fears with when even when I had this when I was a kid was that like we would get it would get stale when you're with somebody that long and it wouldn't the excitement would just drain. Inevitably, in some ways, it always will. Yeah. I mean, that's just like you can't put that pressure on somebody like yeah, excite me for 55 years. There's no way anyone can. Right. There's no human way that anyone can. The relationship has to change and morph into something else where you become partners and yeah. care about each other and support each other. In all other areas of your life. But it's and good yeah. to be in touch with your things that you enjoy. Yeah. yeah. That's important. And that and the, person, you, the person has to be. And, yeah. And is happy to and not resentful for doing those right. things for you. Oh, yeah. That's that's dangerous. an important thing to like be on the same page with. Yeah. Because then the, if that goes, you know. And that, that can boil. That seed can be planted. That resentment seed. And they maybe they don't even realize it. And, then and the physicality later, is really important gotta be you you have to maintain it yeah meaning sexual chemistry like, yeah oh yeah it's just gotta just you connection just, you, yeah you have to take care of it as much as you take yeah. care of everything sex else is important it is so important and it uh, doesn't have to be all the time doesn't have to be every day it doesn't have to be you know yeah, you gotta no, kind of no lose so much time yeah well, no one has then, by the way then it would suck then yeah you, then it would get really boring do you want ice cream every night no no i mean, mean yeah <laughs> but every meal yes like then you're like mm, i don't yeah. know if i want it every meal yeah it's like save it save it for mm-hmm. cool moments you lose some of the like and then you choke the shit out of your ice cream yeah yeah do you guys um have you, either of you had moments in your marriage where you're like let's do something sexually adventurous or sexually explorative to the my hacky phrase has. but spice things up my wife has and i was and i was down with it i was like yeah cool let's, well let's was it a, incorporating a toy an outfit a person incorporated a- toys you know, I'm not a huge like. Oh, I gotta have you got anal all the time. I'm not. My, that's not my thing. <laughs> anal all day. Anal all anal day. All day. Uh, no, but we try. It's it's definitely you try. <laughs> yeah. Things she you requested done. anal. She did. Huh. Wow. She. Does she have but um any uh toys for her ass like no, um no. anal beads or anything. No. 
Man, Rose are beads, beads good. There, do you like good? the beads? Anal beads she are does. great. I, I, yeah. Why do you like them so much? Um, because it just—it's a nice sensation. It doesn't hurt. It does. I don't like things that vibrate. I don't like any kind of vibration. It you have so makes many sensors in your ass. Yeah, it just, dude. So it guys. feels good, and if it's nice to feel something in your in your butt that's not poop, to be honest. Although, yeah, taking, it, although we we did a whole documentary about poop that was at the Lower East Side Film Festival, oh, which I invite you to come it. to. And you yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, you I was fucking. It. I don't know what I was doing, but I was doing something. You it were was doing something all really about important. poop. How many minutes is this? 65, 67, mm. 70 minutes. Just about, more really about a subject that we don't really talk about as a society, yet everybody does. Not everybody has sex, but everyone poops. Like, like everybody the book poops. title. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. And so why- Everyone it, in every society. How did we get to this point and should we talk about it more? And, oh, right, right, and right. And it's a lot of funny people just either- we tried to take a very highbrow look at it to say, "Interesting, what is this, and and what does it mean?" What's your relation to it? What's your attitude? So, like, we it? had Kira Sultanovich told an unbelievable story about like her family leaving Russia and her father being a city head, and she's going to the train with her mom and her she's like sibling. Three. She's three or four Aww. years old. People have gathered in this shitty Russian village to throw trash at the Jews who are leaving town. That's what they, so throwing trash at little kids and like- Scaring these, them, scaring. These fucking people, right? So they, she gets on the train and she's freaked out as a four-year-old and she's like, mommy, I have to poo. And her mom was like, pulled on your pants. She stuck her hand out. And this And this I get as a parent. Yeah. This is what you, you do. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. You don't have diapers. You don't have anything. Nothing. So You're she, fleeing a city. Shit my hand, I guess. So she poos in her hand. And her mom, who doesn't know what to do, she threw it back. The opens room. the window yes. and throws it right back out at them. Yes, and like she did. that story, we didn't know it was coming. Unbelievable. And I'm sure you've heard. Do you know Brad Williams? I'm sure. You've oh heard yeah. His story about going. Oh my god. We he, know it's in the movie. Don't give it away. Oh, I don't okay. give it away. It tells a great story. Let's go Brad. see the movie now. Yeah. No, Maybe. I'm gonna see it. Out. Well, I, I have this thing where, like, in relationships, like one thing I don't, I don't ever want to. Shit in see front of you shit. Oh. I don't want to see your shit. I don't want to. I don't. I just would That's prefer. Cool. That's crazy. That barrier, which is weird. Why you should get over that? Because I know. If you are going to be intimate with somebody, not that you have. But to I lick my boyfriend's asshole. Right. So, so why can't? Are you make him shower first? Yeah, but there should be some him. mystery. I mean, Dan Savage, that's my favorite yeah. thing that he ever said was like, yeah, you're. it's okay for your partner to think of you a, like a little bit like a fairy tale character. And sure. I really agreed with that. And because, I like, yeah, I like yeah. putting I up that ruse I don't too. think the two are mutually exclusive, but that's the just poop? me. Yeah, yeah. She I don't, have to, I don't think she should have to get over that. I agree with what you just said. I was going to say, I don't really want to get over it because I'm, I'm very comfortable with that level of like, so, I want to see that. So you're with your boyfriend. And you have to take a shit. Mm -hmm. What do you do? do you I mean, I'll a, say, oh, yeah, I'm going to take a dump. I'm taking a shit. Do you or go don't to a go far bathroom or you go no, to. No, that I don't care, but I'll like play Candy Crush really loud on my phone. Yeah. I don't like the, I don't like anybody hearing it. Sure. Because you are crushing that toilet at the same time. So murdering. How loud can Candy it. Crush get? Pretty fucking loud, dude. <laughs> Pretty loud. That was the toilet. Ba -boom. There's sound effects and music. I was going to say, I was like, wow, I've never had anything loud enough on my phone. I just want to keep that computer. to me. I just want just I mean friends I, I don't give a shit. Do you, and uh, are you good with shitting? I mean you like have a can good you go program. anywhere in public? Uh yeah, I can go anywhere but anywhere. I have like a very sensitive stomach. I get constipated very easily. So I've started Jew stomach. I got it. Yes. How about you? Yes, when I learned can I was you go Jew, out it in the sense. public or no? I really try not to poop in public, right. but I mean I have a, a like a normal schedule so I really yeah, I like wish. never need to Coffee in the morning, right? No, I don't drink coffee. Don't drink I'm coffee? I'm drinking it right now but it is because I pulled she an all nighter. Oh, okay. Um but I really I don't like it. It hurts my stomach. 
stomach. I don't need it. Coffee does. Yeah, I, I hate the idea of being addicted to something. I'm really against oh, that. I, it freaks I, me I, out. I agree with it, but I kind of I love it. My yeah. cup of coffee in the morning. I don't morning. Even like the taste that much. I like. Uh, I mean, I like Diet Coke right. if anything. Yeah, Ooh, it does. Kill you. Doesn't really. I know. Gotta, you got to stop that shit. Right no, we all have. No, they're going to sponsor my funeral. Everyone gets advice. My advice is Diet Coke, yeah. and I fucking love it. All right. She doesn't give me shit for smoking, and then I, I don't, don't smoke. I don't drink a lot. I don't do a ton of drugs. Like I get to do this. I work out so much. Like I just. I've tried so many times to give it Diet Coke, but I was like, I don't think it's worth it. I feel the same way about smoking. Like if you truly love smoking, I think you should smoke. Mm. I don't think I'm gonna live a long time anyway. Someone's probably gonna say, Well, you gotta you me, should so. Nah. You think someone's gonna do you really you, think do you really believe someone? Kind of always since I was a little kid, I just had the kind of attitude, like I no one's hit wow, me yet. So I think when it comes, it's just gonna come. Yeah, but everyone hard. Every, you obviously don't know me very well. No. I was gonna say people don't people don't get Corinne. A lot of people don't understand no, Corinne. I'm like an ex-fan. You're <laughs> self-centered. Like I get it. Yes. I am self-centered. <laughs> and I think there's nothing wrong with that. I agree. Let me let me change the language and say you advocate for yourself very well. Because self-centered has like a weird shitty for not your it fault. It shouldn't be a negative well, connotation. I am self-centered, but not self selfish. And I think there is a difference. Totally between a difference. Things. Totally a difference. Selfish means you don't care about other people. You don't care about Self- anything. About uh, so selfish is the worst. Self-centered is kind of medium. Self-aware is what you. Oh, I'm we, so self-aware. Self-aware is good. Anxiety. Self-aware me. Well, or self-aware. I'm self-aware, self-aware that I want to be self-centered. Well, right. you all, this is what I say. You like taking care of yourself, which in the moment, okay, when the plane's going down and you have a child next to you, what do they say? Put a fucking mask on we yourself. We talk about this first. all the yeah, time. You are a fan. Put one on yeah. the kid because the idea is your instinct. You're useless is, if you can't your help yourself. Instinct Literally is, oh, gotta, in our book, that gotta, exact thing. I got to say, my kid first is your instinct. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if either of you have ever been well, no. snowboarding. Have you ever been snowboarding either? No. I've been skiing. Okay. In snowboarding, a little different than skiing. I've been in the snow. There's a moment in snowboarding where you have to turn and lean down the hill. It goes against everything that your brain is telling mm-hmm. you to do because you're like, what? I'm going to lean down the hill and then fall over and, and break everything? But yeah. that's the only way you can get That's the edge. only way you can get the ed- the correct edge. to there's On one of your Ooh. turns, you have to lean down the hill. So it it goes against your thoughts and you just want to lean back. And a lot of times that's why you fall down into, into the mountain. But right. It's like that moment where you're like, okay, I have to actually take care of myself. But that's an important thing in life in general, where you're like, holy shit, everything's, I'm trying to do everything for everybody right now, but you're yeah. doing nothing for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have, do you, is that, is that like an anxiety that you face I, sometimes? Many times because I just want to do for family and yeah. friends and everything. I will put myself further down the line than right. I need to. And I, I think I do that too, because You're le- to less of an extent than me, to less of an extent than him, but I do. <laughs> You're a little I, bit more I of put, a piece of shit. <laughs> because I put you in front of me. Right. He puts me in front of him and I'm still put me first. No, but I do think there are times where we both feel like we are so fortunate that we get to do what we do. Yeah. That we knew what we wanted to do and we were support ourselves by doing comedy and doing our podcast. It's a huge accomplishment. It's a huge accomplishment and it feels so good and it feels rewarding. And when we actually sit back and think about all the people who are really trying and who aren't doing as well as we are or aren't able to support themselves, we feel so lucky that as a result, I feel like, oh, I gotta have, I gotta give back another way. I gotta sublimate myself in other ways because I get to fully be me in these things. That's why like, I think that's why I think hobbies and things that you like and really getting into that and supporting that stuff is absolutely massive. So important. So I, my wife got me a record player two and a half years ago. Oh, nice. Three years ago. And 
we love music. Both of us love music. My wife loves music. That's one of the things that we really connect on. We don't always love the same music, but there's like a Venn diagram of stuff that we yeah. love together. That's great. A lot and of we, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey. Not enough. Hey. Uh, no. She's a great singer. She is. But then. Dogs think so. But we. <laughs> that's why they cry when but they But I will go and just voracious. We've been like voraciously collecting vinyl. And I'm like, oh, oh this fun. is. This is. Some, it's something akin to a crack addiction yeah. but no it's my boyfriend and, I like that with pinball we'll make a road trip just to go to pinball but vegas the to pinball to go play pinball yeah we went to new hampshire just because there was a huge what's pinball arcade what's his game what's his game um he like junkyard is one of his favorite games that's okay. one of my favorite games too okay. oh, the star wars the older star wars or star trek the new star wars is good they fucking just had um the a new game it was like one of the first original games they've had in yeah. a while it's like a safe game where the you aliens need a safe and word to play it <laughs> yeah um yeah mine i, I love so the soccer one we had uh we had growing one. up we had a pinball machine in our house <gasps> which one flash oh i played that the one flash. which yeah. our our dad our parents were not like we didn't have atari when everybody around us oh. had ataris and they didn't have we didn't have those video games but we i didn't just have playstation we didn't and he wasn't Nintendo. a big per our parents weren't like we're gonna be really indulgent and decadent and just do whatever you want we never took huge vacations or anything like that but when we went and picked out I, that was a significant moment we picked out this went to this like that's crazy old pinball, you know, pinball factory. factory where wow. they had a bunch of pinball things. we picked it out they brought it home and that was something that we played a lot i mean i loved it i, I fucking love fucking pinball. Loved it. it was like hours. therapeutic we'd spend hours playing that like game. we'd be that's upstairs amazing. with our we'd be upstairs and our dad would be upstairs and then all of a sudden you'd hear like the explosions from the pinball thing and i'm like Who's, that have you mom? guys ever been mom to sun, is down sun, there sunshine laundromat in greenpoint brooklyn no it is a pinball speakeasy uh, it is the best place in the fucking city. Snap. It looks like a laundromat. The guy who owns it is a rich guy, I guess, who's just like, let's do something for me. But aren't and you he, happy that like you don't have to like have pinball machine going in order for you to like have an orgasm as well? Oh, thank you know God. I mean? like, that's that, that Although you do something. orgasm while you play. Once well, more. you guys are better at it than me, I guess. I don't no, know. No, no, no. I put my you initials don't? in some machines. Uh, um, I bet you have. Too. But no, yeah, no. you walk through this like door that looks like a, a door to a dryer. And then it's a beautiful bar with like <gasps> 50 machines. Ooh, I love that. Young what? and like, you like the big, they have the big Lebowski one. That's fucking amazing. What? You yeah. hate this shit. I mean, I just don't care about pinball. Right. Most people don't. What's your, what do you love to do outside of all this shit? Um, you have so many interests, like yeah. a lot of. I mean, I, I like to see horror movies and I like to read John Ronson books exclusively. What what style of horror movies? Uh, Any kind. I've Current. seen pretty, I mean, yeah. So I mean, any horror movie that comes out, I see with my best friend and then uh, old ones. I mean, my brother is named Christopher Lee after mm -hmm. my dad's favorite mm -hmm. actor who played Dracula. Like so we're this very came down into to your dad. Yeah. Like I was like, a, my, my goal, like my B level goal is to like be a scream queen. Yeah. But oh D Snyder God. told me that I traditionally, they have bigger breasts. Oh, I should have said hi to him at that restaurant. Did he really say that? Yeah. Did we were, I was on Fangoria radio. I won mm. a scream queen contest. Cause of my scream, like I'm really good at screaming. Mm. So what am I? Me too. I scream at pillows all the time. When we, yeah. While, while you're having sex. I no, mean, just when I'm During mad. the three way. <laughs> during the, like, <laughs> you're yelling in the pillow, please finish this three way. I'm done. I've already come. I like video games though. I mean, I, I fucking love Tetris. My senior year of high school, I was upset. I could not, every, I just waited every day for the bell to ring so I could go home and play Tetris That's for right. hours. That's right. Uh, there was There's an amazing, there was an too. amazing exhibit when we were up in, um, in Seattle at the EMP phenomenal museum up there that like a horror movie exhibit. And oh, I'll, cool. I'll never forget this. Cause they had little 
they made little documentary kind of things in each station about classic. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre, someone was the original one in like, I guess, 75. Um, people who know the movie are probably yelling at their- Probably you know, 74, bro. Very, I'm not obsessed with like years. 76, yeah. idiots. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. But the, per, the person, they, they made the best comment ever just about how scary the sound design was on oh. that. So- it would just be a shot of a field and it's kind of dusky and you just would hear like the locusts. Yeah. Sound that, me out. that stuff just completely, so we, we watched Get Out on the plane oh, on the way here. So good. So, oh, you had just seen it? Oh my God. It. Really it's good. It's hard for us to get out. And it's hard for us to literally get out. Get out to see Get Out. But I fucking love that movie and so many moments of that, the lighting and the music and the, just the moments they the held. fight back moment when yeah. they're fighting back. You get, yeah, and the ending I really liked. Well, one thing that yeah. was I always found interesting about pinball and you see it in horror too, a lot of titties. Yeah. In pinball a lot machine, of titties in life. <laughs> every, almost every fucking pinball machine besides the modern, modern ones, like the Lebowski one, but they all have, like Dr. Yeah. Dude yeah. is a Big guy in a doctor with just huge, huge, and every fucking machine, if it had nothing to do with titties, Titties was just titties. Yeah, titties. they need men to focus. That's I know, why. I know. And you're like, well, clearly not. Well, a lot it's of also women like, playing. come over here. Look yeah, what I, right. look what I have And then for the you. first machine ever to make sound effects, the sound, it's Xenon or some, Xenon mm-hmm. or something. The sound effect was, ah, ah, ah. And that, it's just a girl coming. And yeah. then oh. guys would always, every time I'm in a place where they have a machine. make her come. Yeah, they would play it like for hours. And that would make me not want to play. Yeah, I'd be like, ugh, gross. No, thank you. Not necessary. Do you guys watch porn? Mm. <laughs> Not really? so much. I watched the porn awards, uh, the, the AVN, AVN awards, yeah. and I started to like nine months after it was on, and I started to live tweet it. I was like downstairs <laughs> in the basement. It was like the best. Nine, nine months later, because like some of them were having kids from that night, right? <laughs> so I was just live tweeting. Like meanwhile, I was like eight o'clock at night. My family is up. They're upstairs. I'm in the downstairs <laughs> in my basement TV, and I'm just watching it. And I was Life like, I'm gonna start to, I'm gonna start to live yeah. tweet this thing. And then they had an award for uh, best acting. The corner was I was like, okay, why you, are you doing? You're this? not allowed to do this. Like, yeah. you having an award for best acting is like having the Oscars having an award for best anal. Right, right, you know right, I mean? right, like, right, right. Just Meryl right. Streep again. again. God damn! Although some women are great actresses in that they pretend to enjoy it, and I feel like they're really not. We've met some porn actresses, and they are. Yeah, we did. We did a shoot for. Um, was it? Who's Larry Flint? Hustler. Yeah. 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 So they wanted to do a feature on us. They sent us a Christmas card. Uh, did they really? It was very sexy. It was a lot. Yeah. Why? Why? It was funny. Like, it was just we need Santa to shut getting these fucked women by someone. And yeah. it was just. Well, was, we were I in mean, Hustler. Yeah. Not with clothes on, on, but no one read that. Piece. We were the most, most clothed people to we were ever the be most Hustler. Clothed no, I people we in were, Hustler. I think we were. We were. And we actually requested that the woman, uh, if she didn't want to, we said, this is her choice. And we said she doesn't have to be naked. Like for what? You. Thank you. I for said what? because uh, for Hustler. For yeah, the, but were you the, in a shoot together? Yes. With oh, her. I was going to say like you so. Wait, you were set. clothed, and they were trying to put a na- naked woman right. in with and you. So yes, and so we said. Uh, I said I'm not getting naked. I have no desire to get naked. But uh, I also am not going to make this person do it. And I think it's cooler to be in the b- bikini. Uh, hey. And I said, you or know, a sweater. What if we did that and they like had to run it up the ladder and then they let it happen. And so she, wow. didn't, have to, she didn't have to be naked. And Victory I felt like for women. I think it was cool. I think it was better. That moment was better. And I think it was unique for Hustler to have like a multi-page photo thing along with an article where no one was naked. What, what, what were you guys doing in this photo? Yeah. 
So it was just you two and a girl Jerking in a bikini? Yeah. 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 No, we were uh, in bikinis. No, what were we doing, Rand? I forgot what it was even. I just remember it was us just being funny, just <laughs> standing around. It was like a being funny. Did you get interviewed? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It accompanied an interview. Got yeah. it. The guy who wrote it was a big fan of our comedy. Yeah. And yeah. So he won. He was like, I want to feature comedians. And we're like, who the fuck is reading Hustler? Who is reading? Dude, I have so many copies of Hustler on the top of my closet. Do you they read the sent articles? Us a but no, I mean, I read our article. It's just our issue of Hustler. It's yeah, not like it's multiple, ours. multiple right. issues. And then it's so much issue. pussy. It's just our issue. For girls, I'm like, are you 18? You don't like oh, These girls, yeah. Some of the girls are you like, can, oh. You can spot a 17-year-old pussy from I feel like I away. can, and it's weird. I don't know. Or it's just one of those things where you look so much younger than you are. But okay, I want to ask you guys this, because I'm nervous about this just okay. for the future. No boy. That What's up? Do you think like all the access to that level of sexuality and just you know just visual images is yeah. gonna ruin it for the kids coming up just because they have so much fucking access to oh it certainly is like, yeah. the yeah. magic affecting the people. magic of yeah sex and being with someone right. in person is so great but you totally get removed from that and learn to like this instead right and i think it yeah. diverts people's attention to the point where we're gonna just like make it impossible for people to have relationships well it's crazy that like people can get so outraged over Kathy Griffin holding a, a fake severed head of Donald Trump covered in blood. But the things that you see on porn sites like mm-hmm. that, I mean, is it outraged me? But I'm like so much more shocked I've seen over that shit. someone eat their own puke, you know, yeah. like out of a dog bowl. Like that's Ooh. not necessarily great. Like, yeah. I mean, I'd rather well, like bring, the Donald Why bring Trump the dog thing. into it? I yeah. know. <laughs> We're just so desensitized to sex and, and it's on the pinball machine and it's on the movie and it's on the I billboard. People and, can access it so quickly. I, yeah. I don't even know why you would watch Is that a make you terrified of kids right. though? Like, and be like, yes. do they have phones? I mean, they can see the shit. My kids do not have phones. My kids do not have phones. Good. How was, what are the ages for your kids? 12 and 10. So my 12 year old is probably going to get a phone. Yeah now but yeah. like we'll put all the controls on yeah. it and i just don't want but her then to... you can't control it, like uh, what her friend's gonna do or show she, her yeah and... no she goes to a public school but it's interesting because like her friends are a little younger skewing i worry more about my younger one like oh, just really? getting into stuff and... i feel like with a with a with a, a girl though i think it, porn is not what you got to watch out with girls it's more like seeing like these instagram models and having unrealistic body expectations yeah. which yep. actually goes yep. hand in hand with the porn because we have these very we're gonna have men will have unrealistic uh, versions of like a set yeah. what sex should be yep. and women see Instagram model, models that are filtered and have had surgery and it's like the, none of none, none of this is possible none right. of this no is going to happen born that way <laughs> for so, anyone yeah I know it's funny because it's like when it's like when you see product shots of like a food at a restaurant like you can't eat it you can't fucking eat it because it's like glazed yeah, they, over they painted it they, yeah, well, especially they fast food like none of the fast food I've ever had has ever looked like any of the photos no but then you see like a like a restaurant for like a Chinese restaurant where they took the bad flat photos that aren't no depth of field and it's yeah. like a flash on it and you're like oh that's what the food really looks yeah, like yeah thanks yeah. for being honest that terrible thing that's on the menu like don't ever yeah. don't into it. Yeah. how old are your kids eight my son is eight and my daughter's three three okay three. so have you given your oldest daughter has anybody talked to her about sex or has she inquired um, she has not like they're now just at the point where some of the kids are like that you know that's my boyfriend although there's nothing going on right it's amazing how much how in much? LA, how they've stayed young. Yep, how they've oh, stayed young. I cannot believe that's it. That's great. And I think it's just because where we are. We live in, in an area, like our little area that we live in is, it feels like it's 
I don't know. It's just the parents and collectively there's a just in the air of like, hey, let's not let's actually focus in on our kids. We're not yeah. going to ditch out and let the other people raise them. Yeah. And we're actually going to try and, you know, be present in be our present child's in life. their lives so that we're not, you know, so that they aren't just going because you track. want them to wait. You hear like horror stories about how everyone at the bat mitzvah gave a blowjob. And you're like, all right. <laughs> That's yeah, because we... my daughter's turning 13 next year. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to hear about blowjobs at a bat mitzvah. I just don't want to hear that stuff. And I don't think my daughter is that. She, I kind of know her well enough to know that's not, she's kind of creeped out by all that stuff. Right, right. She doesn't want to move forward. She doesn't want a boyfriend. She doesn't have guys that she likes. I think she's starting to realize that you can be friends with guys and yeah. and, and she has some well, boys that- Well, can't really, but Can yeah. you really? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think at this age- I, try, like, I consider all of us friends. Yeah, yeah. I true. have guy friends. You yeah. do? Yeah. Who you don't want to fuck. Yeah. I'm one of my best friends gay? is a guy. No, He's I mean, I do have handsome. a ton of gay friends, but I also have like one of my best friends, uh, uh, Manoli. Like he, oh, yeah. he and he I- He doesn't want to fuck we, you. Like, we used to like cuddle when we were like in a theater, but it was always like a very, like we have a deep friendship bond that would just be ruined if and either you never, of us tried it. My friend Jeff and I have about? slept in the same bed. We've never talked about friends. fucking, no. Well, that's actually cool. But I've been trying to say my whole life, like men and women can be friends. And then everyone is, but I'm very naive, I guess, because I'm like, no, we're fucking friends. And then they'll be like, so you want to fuck? I'm like, no, no. God. Thought can cross your mind. I mean, I don't think that's like, I mean, but the thought has crossed my mind of like making out with a girlfriend too. Like, and I mm-hmm. don't have any actual interest in doing that. It's just like, you have a lot of time on your hands and your mind wanders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't have time <laughs> on our hands. So <laughs> when you have kids, you lose I, that time. Yeah. I, you lose the luxury of a wandering mind. Oh yeah. God. My, I mean, that's, uh, that's great though, because like I live alone and work from home now. And I mean, it is, so how much do you masturbate in a day? I'm not mm, a big twice. masturbator. I don't, oh. ma- I masturbate like once, <laughs> She's done <laughs> once every two weeks. She's done it maybe. twice during this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Suckers. Twice a day. Sometimes yeah. that's her. Yeah. I'm Sometimes not. not, but when we go on the road, we always get uh separate hotel rooms and I'm yeah. like, yes. Time to gotta get time. I just get it because I truly need. I need time. I need to be alone. I'm never alone. alone. Yes. I'm never alone. I live with my boyfriend, and we're. Oh, he works from home. I work from home. Ooh, no, you gotta. Right. Get and that. I just. There was a time when we were finishing up our book. I'm like, can you just go? Can you just leave for a couple days? Yeah. Please, I just need you. Leave. It's nothing against you personally. I just need I to be alone. Get all that jerking off in. Yeah. That too. I mean, it's the first thing I did, but right. like uh, all door shuts. The There's something about being alone in a room that just makes me horny. I door don't know shuts, <laughs> men's dress shirt on, slides across. The floor. No, exactly. I just like being naked. Oh, like, I, like, I like to be naked. <laughs> You're naked all the time in your house? Oh my God. Yes. All the time. Naked all all the time. You love being naked. I edited the entire book Now naked. I do. I love being naked. It's my Ooh, favorite hot. thing. Now you nice. do or no? Now I do. I was very shy. I would. I was the Why? one who changed in the bathroom because I didn't want anybody to see my boobs. Because <laughs> your boobs are too big or too small. They're so great. They're big. Um, and, yeah, but you're uh, like pressing them down in whatever you're wearing right now. I know. I know. I know. I'm wearing a sports bra. Because um, mm-hmm. I have to work out. So this. am I. But I used to yeah. get unwanted attention at a young age when I I was sexualized when I was 12, and that ain't fun. Because they came early. Yeah. And I was scrawny, and I had this rack, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. I still wanted to play with Barbies, but everybody was like. Your fucking tits are so sweet. I'm like, can you not? Oh, yeah. So women are just sexualized. I mean, I have, I still don't have boobs, but I was, I was sexualized when I was 12. I remember like my mom being like, can you not wear like that? Because it's weird on vacation. Like everyone's looking at you. That's just because I had more of like an adult body. Yeah, yeah. At a younger age. Yeah. Just like a hips and like thighs. Like, like I never had those skinny chicken legs. Like I yeah. always had like lady legs. You were like a woman. You were born a young. lady. Yeah. Born. I was just born. I mean, like there's pictures of me when I was six and I had like thick milky thighs. Like, <laughs> 
just that's the way it my was. Silky wow. thighs. I was like, damn, you're really rocking that Barbie wedding dress. Oh, <laughs> yeah, girl, get it. But and it all even bothered me then. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm sorry that like people pay that, but like that's gross perverts, like yeah. cat calling like a 13 year old when she's on vacation with her family. Oh, and I'm like, I understand. See, if that were to happen in anything oh, around my kids, I would go over yeah. and just like yeah. literally Ape shit. I probably wouldn't it's murder them. Gross. Truthfully, this is what I would do. I mean, shame. shame. Like, even if they thought I was I 16, shame, it's still nasty. I would shame the fuck out of them and be like, you, I'm going to. You should be ashamed of yourself. You'll be ashamed of yourself and I will continue to make incredible fun of you from here until the end of time. I'm going to write a comedy I'm bit gonna about it. I'm going to make jokes about you, We're, motherfucker. No, you don't know who you messed with. Oh, yeah, I would be yeah. so I'm enraged. find out who you are. I'm going to take your picture. I'm going to post it on everybody. Uh, you oh, are, so you're into public shaming? Yeah. I'll be like, you... I, you if know what? You come, if you come at me, you come at my kids. family, you come my kids, I will fucking take you down. Yeah. And then as I'm pushing you down Evo. in the rabbit hole, I will continue stomping all the way down until yeah. you're in the crust of the earth. So Whoa, don't and then I'll take it. a shit on that and With then I'll Randy's put some dirt kids. on that. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm very sensitive. You come at something I love. If, if, you yeah, come no. at something I love or someone I love. Yeah, if, I'm a friend of, if a friend of mine gets shamed in any way or a friend of mine gets like hurt by someone or something, I'm like, yep, let me out. Let me the fuck out yeah, because it's like, how, why the, and have you done that? Have you like gotten into a fight with a person because they, I want, I don't love physical love? fighting. I just right. think it's but not worth it's it. It's not as, yeah, but also physical fighting is not as effective. If you go mental, mental then you're really going to do some you damage. You fucking belittle the that's, shit out of them and shame take is, them so far down. And then you just keep you jumping. But so like your brain and your humor is your weapon. I also don't think you would win a physical fight. No, <laughs> I wouldn't either. I mean, no. have you ever done that to a person where you just wanted to like make oh, their so, life hard? Yeah. I mean, even just on like, again, we don't really deal with trolls. We just try and block them and whatever. Yeah. But somebody made a comment about something. It was around election time. And they, oh, what are you, butthurt that Hillary didn't win the election or that? And, and, yeah, they, and they made one spelling mistake in there. And I was like, yep, here we fucking yeah. there you go, bitch. <laughs> Boom. We said to all of our people, here we go. This fucking person oh said God. this and did this. Are you guys ready? Yeah. You guys, everybody. Yeah. Here we go. Oh and just God. boom, shot, boom, down, boom, down, wow. kept, boom, down, boom, down. Oh. I think we did like five like or six, six tweets. five or six just in the fucking sword in the dick. Did tweets. the person respond? No. Nope. They tried they, two they, once they, and then they, they just kept And they going took down. the tweets down. And then I had oh. to take their tweets they down. They might have even take their Twitter down. And I was like, that's what, that's Victory what you get. is ours. But that's it what is. you get. It, it actually, yeah, that's what you get. Dude, like if someone, anybody like says anything sideways about my boyfriend or my parents, I will oof. go to town. That's the kind Even of, if they don't know them, which is not good because that's, that's when you're like, okay, you have to employ some sort of logic. Even if in this. they're right. <laughs> yeah. Especially if they're right. I will murder you with my I words. mean, look, I am not a person. We walk around, I'd say 90% of the time both of us, but in different ways, but both of us walk around as pleasant human beings. Yeah, who try, we're nice people. Try, I yes, think that would be the description of who we are from most everybody who knows us. It's yeah. like, oh, those dudes are so nice. And you know, those guys would do anything for people and help people out. If you get on the wrong side of it, yeah, it's, it's like, ugly. It's almost like all it's the niceness pens it, gets it pent up to the point but where you guys, like, but you guys like us, what we don't realize with the Twitter example is that you have a lot of people that follow you guys that care about what you have to say. Yeah. That got support your back. you guys that have your back. So if someone got into a beef on any level with you guys or a shaming situation or you know, yeah. the, the, the mission statement of this podcast, if right. they get involved in slut shaming you guys or something or someone you care about, 
they're going to get a fucking yeah. fucking get a rain fist of, full of it. Yeah, but I really just try to ignore that at this point because the it, when you when you start interacting with these people that they True. live off that like they love that they love getting blocked by, the way, by nine, comedians. But nine times out of ten, you do interact. But then you, you don't, don't oh, inter- I, you don't interact. But the one time when you can, every really, now and again, catch me on a day, I'll jump, fucking interact with you. Sure, jump them down into the center of the earth. It is super fun. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes when I'm just angry because I have a temper, Grin doesn't. But I, I, yeah, uh, you seem very calm. Well, I actually get in more fights, but it's in it's in real life just because I can't. I a lot of times people are like talk down to us like in, in interviews or like yeah. try to be like fucking hilarious or women do it too and cunty and I just really it, I don't let it slide anymore. I mean, I got to fight because someone told me I was coddling my dog today and I almost murdered a man on the street. Oh I'm just so sick because I'm, I'm only I'm like a new pup, I'm like a new puppy owner and just like the every fucking time I'm walking my dog, someone tells me how to. I think I'm like I know how to fucking walk a dog. I'm a, so that I'm doesn't a happen to men, right? Are you out of your mind? Oh, to tell, yeah. Getting talked down to him? Oh, I get no. I get mad when my wife gets, when someone like explain, like tries so to So you've seen her. it happen to your wife? Yeah. First of all, she's like far more, she's- Capable. Yeah. yeah. She like fixes everything in our house. Oh, really? She that's Because awesome. she was interior designer, architect, like knows her shit. <gasps> oh, so and, like, oh, that's a cool job. Has her own tool belt. And like, if anything goes wrong, I'm like, look, I can do a lot of things like- Help support our family, take make care of jokes, all of our financial yeah. shit, make, make everybody jokes. happy, take care of our kids, be present in everybody's life. But if something <laughs> needs to get hung up or put up That's or her. there's or water whatever, spraying, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be bleeding. I'm going to be bleeding. Yeah. And no one needs that. <laughs> right. Like, so just tell me what to do and I'll help you do it. But it's yeah. your thing. So like when people just don't think that she is capable, she, here's where she gets it. And I get really mad and I'm like, and she's like, you got to fucking calm down because she'll go and she'll work with like a bunch of different contractors and the contractors contracting world when you get people mostly men sometimes like foreign men Mm -hmm. israelis who you know like i remember we were in a cab in we were a cab in dc like right before the election and there was a guy who was trying to explain to us how much he hated hillary but was okay hated hillary and the clintons but was okay with bill i was like you just don't want a woman president because you yourself are a man who can't handle a woman being so she is the boss and tells other people what to do and then there are like some of these contractors that want to like want to throw her under the bus and want to do those things and they want to like step over her toe step on her toes and come in you need to fucking put this person in his place i'm like you need to put this person in his place and she's uh, like, calm if, down. And I was like, like I have a lot of mansplaining to me uh, what I need to do. I was like, <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm on your side. I'm like, I have a lot of energy. If you want yeah. me to like come and just uh, hang, him out, well, hang out, make and fun just of them, I'll in. roast them. I'll, I'll, I'll dig we'll in. roast the shit out of roast anyone. I will work. dig the fuck in. I'm yeah. ready to go. I'm like, just yeah. unleash me. Like, yeah. just seriously, let me I'm go. You are. You're the bulldog. Oh yeah. Between you and your boyfriend, you're the one who. Oh, I get. In, I, I, I. Yeah. My boyfriend's always constantly worried that I'm gonna Christina, get him punched. Christina, calm down. I know. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. no. Is that no, what I he says? No, he, he never says calm down to me. He's he never very says respectful. Calm down. Um, He's like, but I always walk, let it out. I always walk towards danger. Like if I see somebody fighting on the street, I will go. I will like. I've seen so many. I've seen so much domestic abuse on the street, oh, and I fuck. always get involved. I fucking get involved good, because of why the fuck you. would I not? Like, yeah. and uh, you know, sometimes it's it didn't help. It's Verbal abuse it. or physical? Physical. 
You see really? physical. I was gonna say, how I've, much, I've seen like one, and I one I've time I stepped in three but, times. I stepped in all three times. Well, I saw a girl get physically pushed out of a car, and I stayed with her and oh, I, I helped her one. pick up her oh, yeah. stuff until Fuck the yeah. cops came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just like you helped her because yeah. I mean, I'm like I am very biased towards like just helping women, like especially since doing this podcast because I feel like we talk a lot about helping other yeah, women. Yeah. So then it reminds me like to be nicer to women and just like stay with them and and hold doors like and just be overly yeah. overly nice to make up for all the cattiness that uh, has happened over the over ages. the time over times which mm-hmm. is which is actually set up by a larger thing that isn't them that puts women yep. in competition with each other the, by the way these are all things that we that i think about all the time yeah with my kids because i'm like yeah. how am i going to and and something i didn't have to think about growing up this is why it's so interesting and interesting to be a parent is like that's not a world we grew up in mm-hmm. no one's like you have to worry about no they just didn't because a lot of times people didn't do that in the 80s when right. we grew up but also we were boys we were men and so like no sure. one really well, you were just, treated with respect and you didn't have to stay home you didn't have to be no one tried to protect you or make you keep you precious or pure or whatever right. the fucking mm-hmm. and then when you when mm-hmm. every there's a moment in every single fucking woman's life regardless of how great her parents were or great mm-hmm. the world around her is where she realizes that oh this is a little harder yeah. yeah, you know, and and you just have to. You can't be bitter about it because then that gets thrown against you, and then you're just you're. Why are you so mad all the time? And although it's like, I'll say, <laughs> okay. although you want to hear something that's kind of interesting and and super interesting and cool, I actually think yes. in, in many ways, and I think it's cool because I'm thinking about my kids and what they want to do because yeah. I'm like, just don't go into this business. Please, please don't, don't be comedians. Please don't do comedy. Please <laughs> don't be in this business. Oh my god! But they, you if can't, they want to, they want to. You can't stop them. If, and if they it's got the they want to do it, if they're good, his oldest daughter is really. Hey, you know people. That's exciting. Well, that's number one. So. So as she's like, I want to be like a writer and an actor and a, you know, director. I was like, okay, writer and director, like, let's start talking about in those ways, because not that I don't want you to do the other stuff, do what you want, but let's develop that as much as we can. Because I actually think you might have a much better track towards things because we have friends out in LA who are female writers and, and I have like five dude friends that are amazing writers about our age in their forties, uh-huh. white dudes yeah. who are incredible writers, not working. And mm-hmm. they're like, there is no way we're getting on a show with it. We, each of them personally. And I'm like, it's ridiculous that you guys are not working right now. You deserve to be working. You're really good. The female writers that I know don't even, it doesn't even come into the conversation. They're like, oh, I'll be working. I'll yeah. definitely be working. Yeah. So the it has turned in it has. such are a way. Are they as good writers though? Yes, yes. they're great. They're all okay. equal. All it's seven of like them are all great. even. All yeah. seven of them should be working. Well, I've but heard. Well, I think it's important because I don't think I also don't like when people just get opportunities like, because they're women. Like I think I don't think that's helpful to us. And no, also, no, no, it's not helpful good. to they're shit on straight good. white men. This that is whole just. Thing. I think of them all in the same breath. I think of them all in the same breath. But I'm telling you, the five dudes are like, we don't know how we're going to get our next. Yeah. And the women well, just are sad. like, I'll just get it. They're like, it'll happen. Oh, I'll I just do be think on this though, or I'll be on this. And I'm like, wow, that is an unbelievable. Well, I, that's how I live my life. Of like, oh yeah, I'll be, I always, when, ever since I was a kid, I was like, um, I actually uh, was at home last week and my mom wanted me to clean out one of uh, my old desk. And I discovered this paper that I wrote in the seventh grade mm. about a story about how I'm transported in time and people are, it, the year was 2017. It was so fucking freaky. <gasps> And people are asking for my autograph and like what? taking pictures of me. But I don't, I'm like, I went through this time machine and I'm like, this is so weird. I don't understand why. And then I realized, oh, I'm famous. This is crazy. What and did then you know? I, I, something, but I always thought I was like, I'm going to do, I always had a goal in mind. I'm like, I'm going to do it. 
I don't know at how, the, but I'm going to figure it the out. At the time, you thought it was your boobs. That was going to do it. Yeah, you. I guess so. And I mean, yeah, they were just coming in yeah. and it was bad. But uh, That's amazing. That's amazing that you predicted that. Yeah. And that but it I always, happened. I, oh, but I did know it. It's weird. Well, I did, did you guys it. think you were going to be famous? I think when we were little, we were already like a lot of people were fascinated by us because we were identical twins. And because we were, it was really easy for us to talk to anybody. We would talk mm. to adults. We and were, your wit yeah, was we were probably like there. Funny, yeah, we were like funny. We loved comedy. We loved, our we, dad would be like, he would go into, and he would, didn't have a comedy job. Nobody in our family, nothing in entertainment. Yeah. There was no St. Louis, Missouri. template for us to like go do this. But our dad would, we'd go into a restaurant and we'd be waiting to like go sit down and he would see someone that he knew like over there. You yeah. wouldn't see him like wouldn't another him. person. He's like, go over there and just walk up to the table to the two of us. I think we're like four and five. go come play and with just, us. No, oh, just better. Be better. Just be like, daddy. So we're like, okay, That's so we walk over and the two, it's like a physical bit that he's wow. doing in St. Louis at an A&W for nobody there. but him. Nobody yeah, but, but him that's and hilarious. And then he peeks but over great. the side. It was just it, but, and he also is funny. And I think we just, we just loved comedy so much. We didn't think that that, that was possible. We thought that mm. was too much of an indulgence. Too much. Really? To, that, that we could have a life where, because we just idolized comedians and we loved, like, we loved Seinfeld in the late 80s. You know, we're older than you guys by a, a nice long stretch, oh, but really? we were we were in the high school in the late 80s. And so, but we went to see Seinfeld in concert, I remember, and we were like, man, it's such a shame no one's going to know this guy. And we loved, <laughs> and of course, we loved Ellen. We loved we, oh, Ellen, Ellen, Ellen stand up. Dude, Ellen's stand up. Stand about the Eagles. And her hair and her, oh my and God. The Eagles having sex as they fall to the earth. I mean, she was so <laughs> physical and she was so funny. I mean, we loved everyone. We loved, I mean, we were such, so into comedy. And I think we thought that is just not even a possibility because we love it too much. Like, oh, interesting. We don't deserve. Who could live that life? Like it, it seems. Well, it doesn't seem us. like a real. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, until I like actually started doing it, it didn't seem like an actual real career that real people got to do. It was like five no. people are comedians, and like that's it, and they're just like they were yeah. pre-selected, yeah. Yeah. right? And it wasn't going to be me. And I think we, but somewhere in it, we felt like maybe we can try. And we're different. We knew we were different. We didn't yeah. see a lot of teams and a lot of twins and a lot. Yeah, we were like we're doing. We have something that's unique. We just have to figure out. So what we started it is. doing comedy in high school. No, we good. Started That's doing awesome. it that early. Yeah. And then it became something that we were like obsessed with and, and doing did it in college. And then we we're like, we gotta do this. We almost both of us got into law school. We were gonna go to law schools. Oh. Yeah. And then damn. we're like, we're not doing this. This you know what? does not feel Fuck it. Well, right. Well, it, it doesn't feel true. It doesn't feel exciting. It feels like, oh, I'm just doing this terrible. for other I think people. A lot of people got into law school and didn't go to law yes. school. Yeah, they or really went did. and didn't become a lawyer. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Well, I mean, I there was a time when I wanted to be a lawyer too, but then you like but then my mom's best friend is actually a lawyer and she said me like all her files to read through and i was like holy shit this is I boring i'm not um, doing this shit boring we have, we have to wrap because uh we've been doing an hour but i wanted to end on each of your losing virginity stories if you have a good one or okay. another interesting sex story if it's more interesting um i can do losing virginity i would love a sex worker story if anyone has a sex oh. worker story yeah prostitute yeah. Um, escort i didn't do don't have that champagne room no stripper, cam girl stripper titty uh do you have a strip Humiliatrix. <laughs> Humiliatrix. Ignore line. I feel like I've been with more sex workers than you guys. Yeah. 
I no, I don't have. I don't have a son. Fortunately, okay. I don't have a That's sex. Well, line. yeah, you got. Lose my virginity story. was uh, in Israel when we. It was so magical. It was like a holy experience. It was truly, truly wonderful. Uh, in Israel, we Age were six, 17, 17. Aww. So it was like summer between junior and senior year, and I'd had girlfriends and whatnot, and in high school, not though not many at our high school. We were mm-hmm. like in Jewish youth groups in in Aww. St. Louis and would mm-hmm. go like you go on conventions and for a weekend somewhere in Omaha and like hook up. Like yeah. that was fun. And, and all the other adults are like, yes, Jews, yes, loving Jews, Jews together. This is a wonderful thing. And so like Jewish camps and stuff like that was fun. And you would definitely like Oof, kind of explain. Yeah, but the good kind. Yeah, yeah, but you would, yeah, not those camps. You would not take a train to get there. No. But, uh, the, you know, like a Jewish summer camp. I should yeah. have explained. Yeah, I was like, camps. ooh, camps. Ooh. Jewish summer Jewish camp. camps. Get rid of all your jewelry. So, <laughs> pile of eyeglasses. Uh, oh, so, we, sorry, it's, it's not funny. So, uh, I was in Israel, and uh, I had a girlfriend who I thought was super, super cute, and I really Michelle Lackey was her name Aww. from Canada, St. Catharines, Ontario, because we went on the Ramah Israel seminar. So there were six camp Ramahs all over the country, and and one from Canada, one from Canada. Aww. So like, couple in New England, ours in Wisconsin. We went to the oldest one, which is wow. really cool, in like Northern Wisconsin, one in California and one in in Canada and the Canadian kids the so Canadian friendly. girls were just cooler they were just I don't know what it was They're they chill. were just more chill yeah. they were cool like less less population in Canada made everybody less neurotic they right. were just I don't know. Canada today feels like the United States in the 1970s, but it was like just more chill. A lot of rush. A lot of rush. Tons of rush. <laughs> rush a drum? That's a band. A band. Uh, oh. Old. World. Uh, Sorry. Stay I'm remember. Stay with us. World. world. Uh, no, but then uh, I just remember it was like one of the, we talked about a lot. I was really excited. I brought like a package of condoms oh. on the trip. I think our dad gave us was like, just be careful if you do. Oh, that's nice. You know, because we didn't really talk about it that much. It was not an open family. Let's talk mm. about all our sexuality. But he's like, and he here. gave you a double-ended dildo, which I think. Can you imagine really a sixteen-year-old no, girl getting condoms from her parent? Oh no, I no. can't. No, no. I but can't. they should. Should <laughs> I cannot? Yet. Totally should Just be uh, under the guise of be careful. I think anything is is fair game. Yeah. So. You know, he and and we talked about it, and then we just. I mean, we were in a. We had roommates. You were my roommate and another guy, another friend of ours. Did you roommate. had to kick him out? Yeah, they were gone. They went out for the night. Did you say like, hey, if there's a ponytail holder on the door, don't fucking come <laughs> and knock Definitely was like, if, there, the if there's a Bedouin belt on the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a little Israel reference right? there. Exactly. I was like, what's that? <laughs> so we- uh, The Bedouin tents. Yeah, so uh-huh. then we, <laughs> so yeah, and we, and it was- How long did it last? It definitely wasn't like- you know, sting all night. It was like, <laughs> it was probably like 10 minutes or 15 good. minutes. Totally good. And I don't actually say that, that I did that because I knew what I was doing. It was like probably 15 minutes of like figuring it out. Right. Of like, where's the whole, okay. Yeah, what am I I'm sure she did not come. I'm sure. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm I mean, sure of it. It's just, there's it, no way. Well, I, as a woman, you need to learn how to come to it. It's a little less like, you need to learn to make yourself right. come. You know, so, yeah, you need to know. Uh, this is what I learned about yeah. the whole experience. For men, it is very outward. For women, it is, it is inward. That's just the physicality. Men have outies, women have any. It's the yes, physicality of right. it. And then it makes, right. it, more, makes it more complicated. Yeah. But when you first, stuck your penis in a vagina where you're like i had a condom on so it wasn't like full on yeah but it was still great it was 
the it best. It was amazing. And I remember I was, again, I mean, and this is going to, I shouldn't even say this because it makes it seem how old we were. Oh, but I remember we were, I remember I was listening to, listen oh, to, really? yep, some Steely Dan. Oh, it was like, Steely Dan. Oh, like, it's like, oh, hello. Oh, yeah. hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, they oh, had hello. so much Steely Dan. Steely Dan oh, was so yeah. funny. But like at the time, we're talking 88, 89. Yeah, I was born. So, and it was, it was really, it didn't, I think it was not her first time. So okay, that's good. it was not like a painful or bloody experience for her. Maybe it was painful, but it was only emotional. Did, only you cry? Emotional. <laughs> did you cry? I did not cry. I was just super excited. It was actually really, yeah, it was, you're ev- like glowing talking about yeah, it. Yeah. It you are so sweet. sweet because it was everything I wanted it to be. Yeah. And all of my sexual experiences in starting in eighth grade, moving beyond ninth grade up, like making that, out like, or a blow job or a finger out, up the all that puss. stuff. Yeah, all yeah. that stuff was building up to this. And I'm glad because there was a moment in, there was a moment in eighth grade where, you know, we were latchkey kids where like we would, you know, like- Come home to an empty house. Come home to an empty house. Oh, they're like, where are you going with this? We just figure everybody. Yeah. No, we walk home from school. And I had a girlfriend who was- a little more, I think she had had sex by right. eighth grade. Oh, whoa. Okay. She came over the house and like, we were like naked on my bed, nobody around. And I was, and I'm glad that it didn't happen then. I'm like, that wouldn't have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants to have sex with no. an eighth grader. I, I, it would not have been fun and it would not have been the way I wanted it to happen. Yeah. Here, yeah. there's like, I'm in Israel. It's right. like this big That's trip. Like the it person was, and you've talked about yeah. it and you have a condom and it's Totally. Sweet. She was my girlfriend for a, a month of this awesome trip where we were having these great Aww. Experiences, experiences and all this yeah. other stuff. And I really liked her. And so it was really great. I mean, I have no idea where she's Wow. <laughs> How about you? Uh, I'm not going to do Virginia, but I'm going to do sure. first blowjob. So, yes. All right. Which was a way crazier experience. <laughs> Same Israel trip. Whoa. Different. Swar Brothers game. Wow. What, what a trip. Right, we, we, it's, you, you know, it's. I stuck a note in her wall. Uh, <laughs> oh, Terrible joke. All right. It's called, oh, make, it's called making Aliyah going up. Now I can laugh at it because I'm also with you. So. That's sweet. So I, so there was a girl who, uh, who I, I dated another girl and then I kind of got into this other girl who was super funny and super cool. Um, her name was Amy and she, uh, the other girl was named Amy who I dated too, but this one was, was cooler. And <laughs> this we, one was a better Amy. She was cooler and funnier. And we connected late in the, in the thing on the last night of, of the trip to Israel, the last night I ran to her place. It, the counselors were like not around. It was like a crazy night. And we started hooking up and then she initiated, which was awesome. Cause I wasn't, she like, unzipped your, were your pants off already or did she take took them, them down? She did it. And I was like, what's going on here? And this is awesome. She took control, which I loved. Yeah. It was very fun. And, and she gave me a blowjob. I had the best, it was the best experience ever. I loved it so much. I was riding high, like almost like feeling like I was off the ground. Yeah. I turned to run back to my cabin. I started running. It was dark. All of a sudden, and, and I could see trees on my left and a tree on my right and the, and the her cabin or her dorm building on the left. I'm like, I'm running between these things. There's nothing in between me. Slammed into something that I that I couldn't see. Oh. Come back, touch my face, gushing. Ah. Oh, this is after the blowjob. This is after yeah, the blowjob. Yeah, because you're like flying high. I was like, where am I? I, I was like, I'm Hi. invincible. Right? Invincible. Nothing Smack. can happen to me now. I can never die. Smack. I had run into a barbed wire fence. <gasps> And you can still, you can still see this little thin scar across my face. Or is it on this side? I can't remember. Oh, I see a little line on there. Little line on this side. side. Mm -hmm. And I ran, I mean, this close to my eye. Could have have taken my eye out. Yeah. (laughs) That blowjob could have taken my eye out. 
and I had to go to the hospital. I had to do it, and they they didn't oh, know what to do. I mean, you, I, it went from being oh, the greatest moment ever into this day, and it but it didn't ruin the experience for me. And I will always remember that. And it kind of was like a cool. In the end, it was great because it just reminds you that like every experience in life cannot always be one thing or another. There's it's so true. To Is it. that why you like pain? I don't know, but I, I didn't. I definitely didn't like the pain. I didn't like the pain of the. I, I would. I could have done without. Not running that you liked it, but I, I mean, I wonder if maybe it's like you somehow associated with now. Do you, maybe. Yeah. Do you? Maybe. What's the most violent thing anyone has ever done to you in bed? Uh, choked or choked. Have you I, ever bled sexually? No, 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 uh-huh. no, no. Have you ever bled sexually? That's a great question. No, <laughs> I bled sexual, <laughs> sexual blood. Sexual uh, no, but that experience that was deep bleeding right <laughs> after be a, experience. This will be a sexual yeah. bloodletting. Wow, that was well, pretty cool. That's amazing. Where can we get, find you guys online? What do you want to promote? Say Let's anything. Promote okay. our podcast. Let's do our podcast, and I think you guys would love it. And when you guys are in LA, yeah, we'll come do I it. want both of you guys to come and do it. Uh, it's called Dumb People Town. It's on Feral Audio. You can get it or on iTunes and whatnot. It's just super fun. We take like three fucked up news stories that happen in the week and we try and understand. Look, this is our attitude. The world is getting dumber around us as we speak. What is our weapon against it? Humor. Yep. Let's try and make fun of these people. It's or it, There's a way to do it in a way that actually is nice and not mean. Right. Where you're just trying to understand the, the thought process. And any of, detail, if it launches you into a story, we all go with you. If you want to improvise, you're a part of it. It's, it's really, really fun. So we have a great guest on it, our buddy Daniel Van Kirk, who is our co-host on that show. So that's on Farrell. And I would say that is probably the, and what's great about it is because we kind of, we had uh, Karen Kilgariff and uh, Georgia oh, Hartstar yeah. come on the show. And mm-hmm. it was a big influential early, because we've been friends with Karen forever and Georgia for a long time. So we actually have a lot of women who listen to our show. It's Dope. great. I love the, there's actually more women than men who listen to our show. That's awesome. So I do think, I think your fans would totally dig it. It's just, it's just pure fun. It's an hour romp and it's That's great nice. comedy. So we do that and that drops every Tuesday. Uh, iTunes, iTunes, SoundCloud. Definitely yeah. check that out. Yeah. And you can follow us on, we're on Instagram at Scholar Brothers on Twitter. Scholar Brothers. All that. All that stuff. And your documentary about poop. Can we see this? Documentary about poop. We're in the process. So we Trying premiered. It. Yeah, we premiered at the... Um, Lower East Side Film, Lower Festival. Side Film Festival, and it's they're gonna sell it in the next. What is it called? It's called right now. I don't Pooping. love. Yeah, <laughs> it's just called right now. It's called uh, Poop Talk, but I okay. personally think it should be called Fecal Matters. I like that. I love fe- the word fecal. Fecal. Right? Yeah, I'm very it's into so it. So medical. It fecal. is, but at the same time, because fecal, fecal matters. matters. <laughs> uh, it does. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Thank you very much for sitting down with us. This has been guys. We fucked the anti slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Don't leave my bed No, don't you dare Stay here instead We've got skin to bear All this commotion It ain't for you, nor for me Just quiet your
series The Bold Type, premiering July 11th on Freeform. Inspired by the women of Cosmo, The Bold Type follows three 20-somethings trying to make their mark as they they cover sex, politics, and fashion at a prominent women's magazine, all while going through the ups and downs of adulting. And they aren't keeping quiet about it. The Bold Type, series premiere July 11th and Tuesdays at 9, 8 central on Freeform.